Kinky. What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Nerdy, the Wordy Book Club. I'm just going to try and fix that. The Nerdy and the Wordy. The Nerdy and Wordy Book Club. <laughs> We're changing the title 24 three episodes in. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. My name's Nerdy. And I'm Glarus. And this week, we are going to be discussing The Fires of Heaven. Uh, this is a book. It's a book. Five? Yes. We're on book five of The Wheel of Time. <laughs> no, no, no. That was a perfect place to end things. I don't understand what the problem is. Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, y'all, welcome back. This was, um, my least favorite section of reading we've done in the entire podcast. The whole thing? Yeah. This was, this was a lot of, like, setup of nothing. Yeah, yeah, there was not a lot to, like, sink your teeth into this part. Actually, I, that's not 100% true. I did take a picture, I think, of, uh, Egwene's dreams mm -hmm. there was the one there was the one dream so section, we'll yeah. definitely get into dissecting that mm -hmm. um so that's nice um yeah hi everybody good morning how are we doing welcome back to book club uh yeah we definitely need to change how we do the start of the show because i think that Cause people see an ad and then i think that the people who are live also what's up live viewers hi. you the real mvps i think all they heard you say was kinky I think, yeah, I think so as well. We should honestly set up a starting soon timer. Yeah, yeah, we should. We'll start at 10 minutes before the stream. Chat can come in. And and then that way you don't have the ad cutting off the last sentence of the book. So, uh, yay. Yay. Uh, but good morning, everybody. Uh, yeah. How are you feeling about the fires of heaven so far? Um, not bad. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not bad. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm. It's, I, I enjoyed the first section of the book definitely more than this one. I agree. This one was, um, a little meandery. Like, there wasn't anything of, like, vital importance, at least, like, outward vital importance. Jeremy, welcome to the nerd Jeremy, table. did Nightbot just mod out someone's message? Yeah. Yeah, so if you put excessive uh, capitals... If you spam a message, we need to turn that off. That's people are allowed to go all caps in this chat. We get excited about the wheel of time. So here. I didn't know that it was like an auto thing when okay. I set it up for last night because I set it up for the charity stream. All right, be careful so. with all caps, people. Apparently, uh, Clarus broke the stream. Um, no, I just I like uh, I I didn't know that it 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 came with its own uh, um, modding system. Yeah, it's fine. We love you guys. <laughs> Uh, how do I turn off Nightbot then? How do you turn it off? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want an auto mod. Well, you're going to have to go into Nightbot and you're going to have to disconnect it. Okay. Cool. Talk about the book while I try and figure out how to do this. It's, it should be really easy. You can just, you log in with, uh, YouTube and a part channel at the top, right? Nope. Nope. Right there. That button. Great. Yay. Cool. Bye Nightbot. Talk about the book. <laughs> Uh, Orchideer, thank you for joining the Nards again. <laughs> Orchideer, welcome to the Nerd Table for six months. Let's go. What? Yeah, no. This, no, this is going. There's no way. 
<laughs> Sorry guys, I didn't, uh, I, I didn't know. I wanted to uh, be able to have the charity commands for can, last night's stream. So. Can someone please try all caps again, just so that we can all have... Alright, this is your moment. Spam the chat. I want all emotes, all caps. So, so make... So. I just want to make sure that this is turned off. Everybody, while you're here, smash that like button. All okay. capitals in the chat. What? Just because they can use all caps doesn't mean you have to shout. You are saying I'm not loud enough. That was aggressive. Smash. Smash it. All right, ship captain made it through, so. Metric is a... Uh, That's what matters. Okay, ship captain made it through, so we're good, we're good. Yay. Um, Nathan Prime got timed out for saying good morning. Thanks, Nightbot. That's very helpful of you. Uh, pro we're definitely not using Nightbot. This is absurd. Um... Project Myrtle got spammed up for writing book club excitedly in all caps. Uh, <gasps> oh my god. Wow. It's fine. It's fine. Guys, yeah, no. we got it. We're here. We're back. Fabu wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Fabu Moose got timed out by the Nightbot for posting emotes. Last night. Yeah. 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 Sorry. What what chatbot is this? Who would design this? You can You can change those things, but we'll just have to do it later. But who who would have people timed out for posting emotes in a live it's stream? Excessive emotes, whatever Nightbot deems as excessive. <laughs> it's Guys, it's more. becoming sentient. I I can't I can't believe you did this to me. Guys, we can hear you. It's all good. Smash that like Clarus button. Clarus ruined the whole. Let's stream. go. Let's go. Clarus ruined the the whole channel. We have to delete our YouTube channel because of you now. I hope that's you know a that. lot of work to uh to 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 start over. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I, I said this was my least favorite section of the reading. Yes. Uh, and I'm not gonna lie, after the high highs of book four of The Wheel of Time, yes. this is my uh, this is not my favorite book. Not so far, not so not far. Not so far. But In like, fact, I would say it's my least favorite book so far. Your least favorite? Of the five that we've read, yeah. But I but like pretty consistently, I've been very happy with all of them. The Great Hunt was previously probably the lowest rung, but I liked The Great Hunt a lot. I thought there was a lot to love about that book. Yeah. Uh, this book so far has been not providing me with what I want from it. Um, and, and not providing me with the promises of the end of the last book, right? And I think that that's where I'm getting a little bit hung up on the narrative so far, mm -hmm. is that we had the end of the last book end with this huge confrontation between Asmodian and Lanfear and Rand, mm -hmm. and I was coming into the Fires of Heaven excited to spend time with Rand learning about the male half of the One Power. Yes. And it is all happening off screen. The most we know about it is that Jason Atiel is saying... Or the, in this section, Rand is like, I'm too tired for one of our discussions tonight. But I want yeah. I want those discussions. Like, I want to read that. I don't want yeah. Rand to learn about it away from me. I want to know how, like, I want to know how the power works more in depth. Like, I, I want those, like, detailed chapters. Like, I care less about, like, whatever neckline a woman is wearing. And I would rather get more detail on the one power. Mm -hmm. uh <laughs> you know what i mean like if i have to pick and choose it's not a not a difficult choice mm -hmm. i i wonder if it's like purposefully purposefully being left vague which is unfortunate and also with the prologue of this book yeah um it's like coming out of that i'm kind of like uh I, i'm not there yet now we are not even halfway through Mm -hmm. There's still lots of, of room here for this book to blow me away and I, i'm excited for that but yeah i just at this point in time, it is also not my favorite book. I'm not sure where it falls so far, honestly. But uh, I know a lot of you guys love book five. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're, guys, we're only... We're less than halfway through. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it, it definitely, the, the potential is there for everything to get 
like going here. Yes. But I'm I'm waiting for it to get going here. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we get to the Megidian and the Black Aja chapter, I'll really talk about what about what about this book in particular is not working for me because that chapter encapsulates it entirely. Oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's not where we're at to start here. We're we're starting this week with chapter ten, figs and mice. Chat, you guys are funny. Chat is funny. Also, um, uh, this isn't Department of Corrections. Uh, it's Disney on Classic. I, I did a, I did, I toured Disney. <laughs> wow. In, or I toured Japan with a concert tour in uh, 2017 with Disney. I realize now that it looks like Department of Corrections. Um, I, I have a musical theater degree. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't wear a Department of Corrections t-shirt. Oh um, anyway, <laughs> that's not important, but... Maybe I just won't wear this on the stream anymore because the people might think I'm a. No, it's funny. I don't know I like what it. people would think. I don't know. Um, if you've met me, you'd be like, oh, "That Batman has never." Well, but also, <laughs> why would you wear like? Why would there be T-shirts? <laughs> Does it with like a particular of- year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the back, it says um, in Japanese, it says "Tender Lumpkins." Tender Lumpkins. Yeah, because in the song from A A Nightmare Before Christmas, it's like "Tender Lumpkins Everywhere," and so we started calling ourselves the Tender Lumpkins, and that was like. Our, that was the name of our group chat. Um, anyway. Oh, my God. So, uh, at the end of last week, we... How, how long into the podcast did we actually start talking about the book? Ten minutes. Okay. Ten minutes. Not bad. Way to go. Not bad. Crushing it. Uh, to be fair, we had to deal with the bot. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I wonder whose fault that is. Um, so... <laughs> we raised money for charity yesterday. We did. We did. We did. We raised, we helped Fanto raise a lot of money. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last week, we were saying that we were a little upset that the girls were kidnapped yet again. Uh-huh. Uh, this time, Egwene was not among them, so it doesn't count as an Egwene kidnapping, uh, which means she is not one step closer to being the Amerlin seat, as I have predicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did say there were two more kidnappings until she became Amerlin seat. Uh, it will happen. But the, uh, the, the seamstress where they thought that they were going to get some information, and they ultimately, they did get some information. They did, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Poisoned them with forkroot tea, an herb that Nynaeve... Does not know. Does not know. And just, I'm assuming it is just because, like, they didn't get a lot of, like, medicinal <clears throat> trade from outside the Two Rivers. So mm-hmm. it probably just grows in a place that Nynaeve has never had any connection with. Which makes sense, especially when you have this, like... Vast continent with a lot of different, um, not terrains, but like mm-hmm. environments, I guess. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it's, it's always fun, uh, to, to see what Nynaeve doesn't know because it's a lot, even though she thinks she knows everything. She does, she definitely thinks she knows everything, and, um, frustratingly, she is not, she's just refuses to eat a slice of humble pie at any point, never. Absolutely not ever. I defeated Morgan D, and how dare you? I'm like, all right, girl, you need to chill out. Just. Yeah, I, I, I just wish, I wish Nynaeve would learn the lesson that she keeps being, like, forced to learn, but, like, actually learn it. Because she's getting a little, I'm, there, it, it's, and, and we'll, we get to it in this next section where, um, Nynaeve has to play the part of Elaine's maid because mm-hmm. they need to do this lord and lady, you know, trick to get across the countryside essentially and Nynaeve gets upset with Elaine for being good at it yeah like and and it's it's frustrating because I want to like Nynaeve I think that Nynaeve's character is uh, has a lot of potential 
And I really like that even like the first two books. Mm -hmm. But the more she has seen different parts of the world and the more she's been shown that she doesn't know everything and the more, she, you know, like yeah. she's constantly being put in these situations where the lesson for her to learn is that she is being a little too brash, a little too arrogant yeah. and she doesn't know everything. Yeah. And she's not changing yeah. at all. Like she can't even like thank people for, 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 assisting her in mm -hmm. any way like the most that you get is like she doesn't get mad at you yeah and so it's it's book five and i'm kind of like yeah i'm just ready for Nynaeve to change mm -hmm. I'm, re I'm ready to feel like the characters and particularly in this group right the elaine Nynaeve, tom and juillen group yeah they're the, their group to me has been the most stagnant in terms of emotional growth yeah and i'm ready for them to show new colors mm-hmm because it's starting to get a little bit like, and and this and I think that part of the reason I didn't like this section is it's a lot of them. Yeah. And it's a lot of them fighting about dumb things. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, all right, we're doing this again, I yeah. guess. Like, come on, you guys. There's there's a big problem here. The world is falling apart, and it is these people's job to solve it. Yeah. And they're so incompetent, and even just like getting along, <laughs> in the smallest way. Yeah. So much so that Tom, who has, they've known Tom for a year and a bit at this point. Yeah. Tom, who one. has fought fades in front of them, yeah. has like shown that he has a lot of knowledge, has has shown all these things. Now he's finally like, oh, maybe he does actually know something. And I'm yeah. like, what are you After talking about? five books, she's like, oh, maybe this like political like knowledge that Tom has might actually be useful somehow. I'm like, yeah, you think? Like, yeah. he, he knows what he's doing, but... She, I don't know. It 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 uh, takes Nynaeve a long time to get there. She's very, very stubborn. I'm just kind of like, I get that the series is 14 books, but is it 14 books because it literally takes 14 books for Nynaeve to grow up a little bit? Yeah. And start behaving like an adult and not like a entitled girl who just graduated college? Yeah. You know what I mean? She kind of comes across like one of those people who just got their master's degree and is just starting their career and thinks that because they just got out of Harvard, they know everything. Yeah. But they have no practical experience and they're useless in the world. That's kind of that, that's kind of where I'm at with her right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, now, we did talk about, like, they, they do get captured at the very end of the last and then they're back uh, in, mm. in, in this first chapter that we have, chapter 10, is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, we were like, oh, okay, oh, great, they're captured again, but we, you know, we got some useful information out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, we had an interesting kind of, um, uh, power dynamic shift, um, coming out of it. And so, uh, I, I didn't, I wasn't upset. I was like, okay, I see why this happened, what it did. Now, mm -hmm. they don't have all the pieces, right? Yeah. They know that the Amberlin wants them, but they still think well, it's Well, they know swan. the Amberlin wants Elaine. Elaine, yes. Yeah, yeah. But, um... But they don't know that there's a new Amarlin, right? So they kind of have like half of the puzzle, which is interesting because they they they're able to piece it together over this section. Um, but um, yeah, I just, I sorry, Nynaeve bothers me. But it's yeah, fine. right. It's fine. It's She's fine. mean. She is. She's like not nice. Like I would not be friends with her. Oh, I wouldn't. I would literally. I would not talk to her. Yeah, I like, would avoid I, her. I would literally like. Just scoff at her and walk away. Yeah, I'd be like, girl, you got some stuff to work through. <laughs> but but I'm also I also come from a world where like if you talk to me like that, mm -hmm. I will just tell you off. 
Like, because I'm not in Tom and Jubilin's position where, like, they have been put, they've been tasked with taking care of them. Yeah. And their honor is bound to taking care of these women. And so, like, it is very much a different situation than my real world position. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Seasting writes, she's definitely a bully. And, yeah. And she's really judgmental of yeah. everybody, including, and this is, like, a Robert Jordan thing, which I honestly, like, kind of. It's a of, small town thing, though. Yes, but I'm just kind of tired of the, like, judging how it all these different people dress, mm-hmm. right? And then she's, like, wearing, like, a nice dress later and is, like, is justifying it for herself. Well, but I can wear it That's because... That's a thing that people do. I just... That is a very unlikable quality for me. It's just, it's all of these reasons why I'm like, Elaine, or not Elaine, Nynaeve, you're, you're pissing me off. Well, like, and that's that's the interesting discussion, right? Does Robert Jordan want Nynaeve to be unlikable? At or, this point, it kind of feels like it. That's why I think Nynaeve is going to have, like, a huge arc by the end. I hope so. Like, I, like I think Nynaeve kind of started here, and then is going to do like a little bit of a forward and then a, a several steps back and then is going to like mm-hmm. really show us what she can do by the end. But right now I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like, I just think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Although she is starting to have a little bit of an attitude shift towards Moraine. So that is growth. Only a because Moraine's not there. Yes, As soon sure. as they're in the same room again, she's going to be behaving the exact Sure, but it's something. It's, mm-hmm. uh, like, I'm trying, guys, here. I'm really trying. But it's something, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think she's meant to be super likable at this point, so I, I, I'm not mad at it. I'm just reading it. I'm like, oh, you're so frustrating. Like... Yeah. Um, so uh, the, the, the important thing that we get out of this is that the woman, the, the, the yellow in the tower... Uh, that is calling for them is Nerin Winbarda, who mm. is maybe not Black Aja? Because she's working for Aleda. I don't think no is Black Aja. No, yeah. sorry, before we go one, one step further, there was a thing that we had talked about mm-hmm. early, like weeks and weeks and weeks ago about the show potentially taking Aleda and Leandrin and making them into one character. And we can very much see how that is like not even a little bit possible. No, I think it is. Um, think so yeah i could see them making the black aja the white tower in the show to compile all of this into one thing and then sawan gets stilled she gets sent away but she sends she had nynaeve and elaine instead of going to tenchiko they are working they're spies for sawan in the white tower looking for the terangriel that instead of being in a vault in tenchiko is just in the white tower and so they take all of the tenchiko stuff and they make it the Girls in the White Tower with the Black Aja storyline. I get. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think. Eh, I don't like it. But okay. I don't right, like it either. But I could see it as a way to condense those two storylines down. Yeah. And not have to add another location. Because like the problem with Tenchiko in terms of obviously that we're not there anymore. But the problem mm-hmm. with Tenchiko is that it's a pretty crazy huge setting for not very much. Um time yeah so in terms of a television show that would be a really expensive set and setting to build and to create and to like put time into without a lot of payoff for the show and so i think that they will get rid of tenchiko in some way for the show just for budget reasons and it will either be in like in camelin and they'll make mogidian and raven kind of a thing together or it'll be at the white tower and they'll just condense that way 
Um, Joey Fisher, thank you for that super chat. I was read as Nine Even Lane as a buddy cop comedy. It kind of is, but it's not funny enough. Neither of them has a sense of humor, so. Yeah, um. yeah. Well, because Elaine is also pissing me off with the whole Tom thing and whatever. Well, there's more of that to come. But Messi Yaro, thank you as well for that super duper chat. Nynaeve needs to smoke some tobacco. Um, yeah. She needs to yeah. chill out. A little bit. Just a little I bit. I think she needs something harder than tobacco. I think she needs a little marijuana. Isn't tobacco marijuana in this world? Tab- Isn't it meant to be weed? Oh, I thought it was just tobacco. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, I know. Maybe I it thought is. tobacco was just like eh. tobacco. <laughs> you know what? It might be. Jeremy, they don't seem you... to get high off of it. They smoke it like they like have it in their pipe at night. They built up that tolerance. <laughs> I don't know. Jeremy, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for that super uh, chat. I started book one when you started in book three, caught up to book four, and now I'm starting book eight. You have a lot more time on your hands. Uh, Esther he's in the background being Tavirin. Yeah, we didn't. Well, we're going to talk about the parent of it all at the end. I, think. I mean, there's not, there's not. So, <clears throat> um, basically, uh, the girls leave. The girls leave, and chapter um, 10, or chapter eleven. Elena wants Elaine captured anything short of death, which seems like it seems excessive considering she believes that Elaine is like the key to all of this, and so maybe like. Being captured by Aleda is not the relationship that you would want. I don't know. Seems strange. Um, Nemsi says Elaine's entire character is unnecessary. I, I, I can't say I agree with that considering how many chapters she's in. Yeah, no, she definitely needs to be there. Mm-hmm. God, could you imagine if it was just Nynaeve? <laughs> Nynaeve and Tom. Oh my God. On the road again. Uh, all right, uh, the nine horse hitch. We catch up with Suwan. Uh, mm-hmm. being terrible at her job, and this this is this is what I mean by this was like not my favorite like reading. Yeah, is that they the, the book wants us to believe that Swan is very smart. Yes, but Swan they have gotten to um where are they? They're in Lugard. Yes. Um, and they uh, Swan needs some time alone, so she convinces Leanne to start hitting on Loghain so that Leanne won't wonder where she went. I think is what happens. Well, I think it's more so that Loghain won't wonder. Right, right, right. So, so basically, she, if Le, she's like, if Leanne wants to flirt, I might as well use it. And she goes to visit a, She, like, rolls her eyes. She's like, okay. She goes to visit a body little brawl of a bar. Uh-huh. And she goes and she, she was a blue. She ran the eyes and ears, as they call them, of the blues. These networks of spies that we keep hearing about in this book. Mm-hmm. And she goes up to the um, the patron of the establishment and she gives she gives the uh, she gives the little secret code, you know? Yeah. She gives the message back and forth. And the woman is mean to her. And but like takes her into the back room. And then the woman is like, What are you doing? Yeah. And Swan's like, Don't talk to me that way. I'm like, and the woman's like Swan. What we're we are we are spies. Yeah. You you You're were terrible at this. you were the leader of the spies. You should know better. I was so disappointed in Swan. Yeah, it like was... unbelievably disappointed in her. Yeah, I. It was just so awkward because it's like you, girl. Like you've been around long enough. You you, you ran the spy network. Mm-hmm. Like you should you should understand what she's trying to do. Like, you you made this difficult on her. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she's, like, upset with you about it. You won't, Like, you could have blown her cover. 
Yeah. Right? And, and Swan is all, like, indignant or whatever. And I'm like, you can't, like, I, I don't know. Swan, smarten up. Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, Threk and a lot of people are saying, like, she ran the spy. She was never a field agent. You do not get to be the manager if you don't know how the system works. Yeah, there's, I don't think there's any way that she just, like, was... <laughs> Yeah, she's like a f- accepted first and becomes Aes Sedai, and they're like, you know what? You can skip the ground level training. That seems very strange to me. Almost like she's slightly out of touch upper management. That, okay. I understand the argument for that to say, mm-hmm. like, oh no, she just like doesn't know better. But then she's dumb. You know what I mean? Like they've been they've been on the road hiding for weeks now. Mm-hmm. They have literally almost been put into indentured servitude. If she cannot put together how she should be behaving in this situation, mm-hmm. then she's she's not a smart character. And that's not what I want to I want to read characters who like know what they're doing. Yeah. And these these characters in these chapters in particular keep making the dumbest mistakes that aren't even hard to understand right like if you are on the run and you are pretending to be someone else you have to give up some things Mm -hmm. you have to give up who you were a little bit and in previous chapters we i thought that we were getting this smart swan right where she's like Mm -hmm. i get these advantages i'm gonna look past the damage of the stilling and i'm going to view myself in a different way because there are upsides to who i am now but there are downsides and i accept that Mm -hmm. and it felt like she had come to some sort of acceptance of that Mm -hmm. in this scene it's like she's completely forgotten that the last weeks have existed yeah a lot of people are saying there's there's some read and find out things here about like Swan and her position and such and such, which is fine. It, it, even even if she was never like a field agent, you would think that like she would be at least considerate of this woman and not blowing her cover mm-hmm. when she has been loyal and for for however many years. I'm just you're telling me that the woman that managed to hide that her and Moraine were plotting about the Dragon Reborn for twenty. 20- years yeah is isn't good at hiding things yeah like and and that's what it is right you're telling me this character who has been hiding the gravest of all secrets for 20 years yeah is this bad at hiding something it, yeah. it just doesn't it doesn't make sense and yeah. it, it just it's it's so incongruous with the swan that we've met up until this point the swan who in front of Gareth Bryan was very willing to be all kowtowed and, and lay herself low. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. literally like last reading section, she was in there being like, I'm just a, a low woman, right? And like suddenly in this next scene, she's like, who who does she think she is? You know what she, I mean? I'm uh, like, I don't know. She read all the like lewd signs and got flustered. <laughs> all the like different lewd like in signs. <laughs> she saw a naked lady and she was just like, she's I like, don't know how to behave. You know what? I lost it. I lost it. I actually, what did I, I think I wrote one of them down, and I was like, what do you think? Because there's one that Swan mentions. Oh, yeah. There's a, a sign where a naked girl um, is, like, r- I think riding on a horse. She's like, I can't say what the name of that inn is. What do you think it is? I have no idea. But I don't <laughs> think I can say it on YouTube. <laughs> it's not Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy Inn. What? Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy what? Well, I walk into the room, passing out hundred dollar bills. I honestly just would like some neon signs recreated of all these like lewd um, tavern signs. 
That would be fun. That would be a fun shirt idea. The Queen's Blessing, like the sign on a shirt, that'd be cool. That would actually be fun. Yeah, I, I think that um, th there's a lot of defense for Swan here, and I'm actually surprised. I did not think that our chat would be as on her side in this scene as they are. Because I, I really, I didn't get, I did, I, this scene very much felt out of place to me. I don't know if I felt as, like, out of place as, as you did, but I was definitely like, Swan, are you okay? Like, mm -hmm. what is happening? What is your thought process here? I, 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 I don't quite understand what you thought was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, well, I don't know what she was expecting, you know? Like... Yeah, I think that's the problem. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what she thought would come out of this with her acting that way. And so, uh, I don't I don't know. Oh, yeah, what what do you think the nine-horse hitch is? Because Min is like, I've seen an eight-horse, uh, eight, yeah, and, yeah, the eight hitch and the, the ten hitch, but what's, what's like a nine-horse hitch? The problem is they keep using horses in these, and I don't think that we can talk about, like, bestiality on YouTube. You know what, fair you enough. You know what I mean? Like, I... Yeah. I there's, there's too many horses involved in all of these body things, and I, I just, I don't necessarily think that I want to get demonetized today. Fair enough. Uh, we've had a good week on YouTube. I want to, I want to keep that going. Um, uh, yeah, uh, right, in the fair, scene, oh, fair. in the scene with Gareth Brynn later, uh, the, the, the one with the horses, the good night's ride. <laughs> going all Hot. night long. Hot. Um, yeah, that's fair. I think, yeah. Yeah, I literally wrote down what is a nine horse hitch. <laughs> I don't know. I oh, it's the nine horse itch. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well done. Thanks, matter. Well, well, well done. That's something. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think that's all we need to say about it. I, I liked the the innkeeper character. She was very funny. I thought she was great because she was a practical human yeah. who I agreed with when yeah. she's like, what are you doing? And someone's like, mur, mur, mur. and yeah. she's like, shut up. We're spies. But here's the thing. We're totally spies. <laughs> here's the thing. Keeping on with the theme of characters doing things that don't really make sense. The next chapter is Gareth Bryan being like, you know what? I really shouldn't chase Swan. Yeah, we're not going to do it. All right, boys, we're going for let's, it. Let's keep over Min before we get there. Okay, fine. Um, because the end of this chapter is um, Min sees Swan, and Swan is like, we have to go, and that's it. Yeah, I was like, I, we're not skipping Min? Okay. Well, no, I just, I know, I wanted to bring this up because I was kind of like, why did we change POVs here? No idea. It was such a weird change of POV for. Min had I to have a, a POV at some point. I guess. I was just kind of like, you really changed POVs so that Swan could have a conversation. Okay, cool. Sure. It it, it, it jarred me a little bit when reading it, because I was like, is that the end of the... Wait, what, what just happened? <laughs> um, but yes, no, Gareth Bryan. Mm -hmm. Gareth Bryan and his <laughs> cavalry of old men. Yes. Which is so tragic. Okay. Because I'm, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, but uh -huh. we know that at the end of this reading, Morghese is headed towards Bryan. And he's not going to be there. I know. And so it is like... Because he's chasing Swan. I Because this whole like Gareth Bryan thing, I was like, I don't really care. But now I care a lot because now that he's not going to be there, there's this weird dramatic irony where we know that the person who could save Morghese from Raven isn't going to be there when she arrives. And that's so tragic and beautiful in such a sad way. I know. Although I am hoping that Gareth catches up with them and that... They team up with more gays. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I'm, I'm hoping that that's going to happen, but I feel like it's too idealistic, so. So, my question is, do you think that Gareth Brine is compelled in some way to follow Swan, or is it just, like, that she's you, hot? You were like, is Swan Tavirin? I, I legitimately was like, well, she became Amerlin, right? Mm. She's been at the center of a lot of important things. Mm-hmm. It would be understandable for her to be Tavirin. I think he recognizes her without realizing it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like kind of an intrinsic thing where he doesn't he doesn't really get it. And I mean, I don't even really get it, but I think he recognizes her and 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 has this almost kind of compulsion to he's like I need to know, like there's something off here and I can't mm-hmm. put my finger on it. And so I think that that's kind of why. See, I I almost wonder if it's just that he is he doesn't want to go home. Like, if this isn't even about Swan, ultimately, it's really just He just wants about... to go on another adventure. Well, and, like, not even another adventure, but, like, a last adventure. You know what I mean? Like, I think... he's going to die? I think... No, no, no. I don't think he is going to die, actually. I think that he's going to stick around for a long time. I think he's going to be a very important character. But I, I think that he is a man who doesn't know how to sit at home and run an estate. And mm. isn't comfortable in that position. Yeah. Like, I think he's just a man who's more comfortable in the saddle on an adventure. Yeah. And so I think in his head, he would rather go out that way. I I think he's a man who does not want to go out in bed at home. And so I think that he is using the excuse of her to be out on the road doing, feeling like himself, right? Like I think that there are people who like, you become so much your job that when you're not doing your job, you don't feel like you anymore. You know, you don't really... Yeah. You've lost a part of yourself. And I think that he's lost a part of himself. Yeah. And he finds he's that like on the road. Using it as an excuse almost. I think that he would give yeah. use any excuse. Yeah. This is just a pretty good one. Yeah. Oath breaking is, is bad, right? Like I think yeah. that yeah. And he thinks that she's hot. <laughs> Even though she looks much younger than him. But he's going way too far out of his way in comparison to her crimes. Like the amount oh, of, yeah. the amount he's going to lose. But it's lose. just all of the things, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like and so I think it's I think it's just and I think that that's why big men all follow him. I think that's why there's no like uh sir maybe we shouldn't. Because well, no, I they think all that, want to get shit done as well. You know, like well, but they're all they are all old men itching for one last grasp at glory. Yeah, and that makes them kind of fascinating. Yeah, I I honestly I really like even even before the whole added more gay thing into it. I actually was like super curious about Gareth Bryan and his company mm-hmm. of. Of, of old guys. I don't know. Like, they're all, like, what, 60? No, they're probably younger than that. You think so? Yeah, this is, like, medieval times, so they probably look 60, sure... but they're, like, 35. I think Gareth Bryan is, like, 50, at least. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think he is, 60, yeah. 60 might be a little old. I, 50, I put, I would put they're, like, like at 50 to 60. 40 or to 50. 40, okay. I was gonna but say. But, like, you got it, like... There's, because there's one guy that's older, remember? But there's without like... modern medicine, uh-huh. 40 to 50 is, like, 70. I guess. Like, that's when we usually died, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Um, what happened? FFF? Did I have a bad take? What I happened? Narg. Oh, the stream was dying. Oh. Is the stream back? It says we have excellent condition, so. Weird. Okay, well, we dropped out for a second, but it looks like we Gucci. All right. Um, we back. Uh, it says uh, there's no medicine, but there's healing. Yes. 
Sure, I just yes. I, they they you did talk about like than we do. there is like one older guy, so I'm assuming he's the one that's like it's closer to sixty, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I I'm super interested in actually this whole storyline, and and now that the added part of more gays is yeah. in there as well. Uh, it's also uh, the, the other thing I will say is that they're uh, the the white cloaks mm-hmm. and how far they have spread is growing really quick, and this chapter is another one. Where there's no problem with the white cloaks, mm-hmm. um, but uh, the, there are more white. The, the talk about how there are just kind of white cloaks everywhere just keeps ramping up every book. Well, and especially because Nynaeve and Elaine are in white cloak territory, like mm-hmm. Ped, Pedra Nile, Nile um, well, basically. But rules. they're literally in their country. This I'm saying, like in this yes. Bryn chapter, yes, the the spread of them yeah. is is growing. There's just like they're very prevalent in this section. Um, and, ha- yeah, have definitely been able to, like, spread the reach, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, which is terrifying. Uh, yeah. Also, I, I really, uh, the, my favorite moment in this chapter, I think, uh, was when Gareth, the, the, the talk around the inside of Gareth's head, as he finally gets over himself a little bit and is willing to say Morghese's name. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate the way Robert Jordan wrote that. I thought it was it was well done. Now, I c- cannot remember exactly. Morghese thinks that he committed treason? No. Okay, yeah. I, I can't... I was like... She... she that was put into her head, By right? Robin. Okay. Because I was like, wait a second. I feel like I, I don't actually quite know what happened. Nothing happened. Robin just made her exile... Like, like with all the other people that she exiled... He needed to get rid of the person that she loved because he's probably the and he probably put the hardest compulsion on her to do that over all the other exiles because if his whole thing is compulsion and like emotional manipulation, then someone that she actually loves would be able to break that if they were nearby more so than anyone else. It just seems interesting that she's remembering other things but is thoroughly convinced that he committed treason. That's what I'm saying. I think Raven put the biggest compulsion on. Him yeah. Because he is also like the strongest. Yeah, yeah. I okay. think that when I think that when she sees Gabriel or when she sees Gareth, Gareth again and it breaks that, that will be the moment that all of her memories come flooding back because he's kind of like the pillar at the center of her right. emotional. Right. Yeah. Memory. Okay, that makes sense. Bob C, thank you for that super Bob, chat. Thank you for the super duper chat. Nynaeve is your favorite female character. I really am excited for the point when I enjoy her chapters. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I I I there have been points where that is true for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not right now. I don't like Nynaeve in this moment, but I'm excited. I, I just want her to grow up a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's yes. all. Yeah, that's um, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you think, oh, oh, my question is, do you think that by the time that Gareth gets back to Morghese, because they're going to see each other again. Yeah. For narrative reasons, they have to. They have to. Do you think he will still be in love with her? Because I think there's a chance that her love for him will break through all of her things and she will want him back. And, and he will have like, moved on. Nice one. I could see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna suck, but I yeah, can see it. Yeah, it's gonna be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay. before we before we get out of this chapter, there is um a weird moment where uh Morghese, uh they they talk about the border towns and how the uh White Tower had Morghese remove troops from the border of Mirandi. Do mm. you think that's going to be important later? Yes. What, what could it possibly mean? This happened like 10 years ago. It's it's going to be relevant somehow in terms of like how how we saw like the 
it's going to be like the beginnings of something. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what that is yet, but he doesn't mention things if they're not important. And so I think we're going to find out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Uh, so chapter 13, A Small Room in Tienda. Uh-huh. This, um, this, this chapter is interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nynaeve is being a pain in the ass. Classic. And Elaine gives it to her for the first time and is like, hey, you're being a pain in the ass. Yeah. And Nynaeve kind of, like, agrees. Like, a little bit. Yeah, I'm like... You need to, you, uh, her self-awareness is all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's very odd. Um, but, um. So, uh, they meet, and this is where the chapter gets interesting. They meet a circus. Yes. A menagerie. And I immediately went, I yelled up the stairs. I was like, cause she was ahead of me. You were like five chapters ahead yeah, of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was I like, Clarus, are they going to join the circus? And you went, I don't know. Turns out, yes, they are. After Nynaeve fully insults this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, why? Like, you had no reason. Like, I, she, I, I don't think that she intended to. I think she thinks the silver penny's a lot of money. No, no, no. She was, like, smirking at him. Like, she, the way that she oh, did okay. it, like, it literally, like, it's in the, the dialogue. Okay. She, she did that, like, to, she did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to bite you in the ass later. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, uh, it does. Um, and I just don't understand. It was completely unnecessary. Elena's like, give the, give this guy some money. And she's like, oh, give him money? Like, she's so upset about it. I'm like, you don't. Yeah. Like, that's why you are the maid and Elaine is is the lady. Because you couldn't pull it off even if you wanted to. I'm sorry. But, like. But also. It, it is tough because they are on the run and they're trying to remain inauspicious. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they want to cross the country without drawing too much attention to themselves. So just give them the amount of money that makes them think, oh, it was so nice that lady gave us money and they forget about you. Exactly. As opposed to giving them a reason to remember you. Yeah. Like, and this is, and I think that this is consistently my problem with, these books whenever characters are on the run yeah is that they don't behave as if they are hiding from anybody yeah ever really like none of the characters ever really seem to think about their actions <laughs> when they're hiding when they're in combat it's great when, when they are like going after a goal directly it's always awesome it is whenever they're inauspicious that you're like what are you doing? Like, do you do you know what your own goals are? Yeah. And Nynaeve is uh, with Nynaeve here. I'm like, your your goal is to not have that person remember you and tell a white cloak about you. Yes. Or you want them to not remember that you're on. The, yeah. It's just it's it's almost like frustrating. Yeah. And Nynaeve how... has learned nothing about being an a undercover agent. Yeah. 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 Even though this is this is the team that Swan was like, these are our best girls to go be spies. These these two. It wasn't that these were the best girls. It was she was like, you guys are the only ones that I can trust. So I have no other choice. And Baraz, uh, I do appreciate that. Don't be suspicious. Don't yeah. be suspicious. Yeah, she's very suspicious. Yasmin Gazu has a good point. They consistently lose sight of the big picture. Yeah. Consistently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, their own like personal petty shit always takes precedence, and I'm like, ah. 
like even in the remarks that they make sometimes when they scoff or they they're like rude and and they nearly give themselves away this happens all the time i'm like can you guys just please like <laughs> uh i do appreciate everyone correcting me on my use of the word inauspicious i mean the word inconspicuous oh um and you're right um you are absolutely right I didn't even catch that. Uh, Broda, I appreciate being like, just a quick correction, not meaning to be a jerk. You're not being a jerk. I've used the word multiple times and I'm using it wrong. I, I, I thought inauspicious didn't. meant hidden, but. Inauspicious? I, I guess I, I, it does not. It means bad. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Rock Mage. Uh, yeah, no, I. I uh, <clears throat> they knew. Threk is like, we got you. <laughs> yeah, I just. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just wish that there was at least somebody in the book who was good at their job. Gareth is. Sure. He's doing it for the wrong reasons. Sure. Gareth, I guess, is good at his job. I think Rand is. Rand well, is doing a pretty good job. It's really, it's really just the Nynaeve Lane spy arc that has been where I'm like, why, why were you asked to do this? And why aren't you doing a good job? Like, because mm -hmm. it, it's. It's not fun to read characters being consistently bad at something and not no. learning. I like, you know, characters can make mistakes, right? <laughs> characters yeah. can make mistakes and have flaws and, and flounder sometimes. It just seems to be that it's all the time. Yes, it, right is, so, it is so consistent with They that. are getting by on the fact that, like, when Nynaeve gets pissed, she's super powerful, or mm -hmm. Taviran. Well, they're getting by because Tom and Juwillen are just saving their asses constantly. Yeah. But without Tom and Juwillen, Nynaeve and Elaine are literally useless. Like, they accomplish nothing outside of the fight, obviously. Nynaeve can fight Mogadian with the power, and that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But, like, in Tenchiko, all they did was sit in a room and wait for Tom and Juwillen to bring them information. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, they don't functionally mm -hmm. do a lot. You know what, you're Very right. Well. Moraine, Moraine, good at her job. Yeah, Moraine's... Moraine is doing whatever it takes to get the job done. But that's why I thought that Swan, because Moraine and Swan were in this together, I thought when we got Swan doing similar things, she would also be good at it, and she she isn't. Yeah. <clears throat> mm -hmm. AP, yes. thank you so much for Super Chat. Uh, can we get Nerdy to cosplay Luca for next episode? For next episode, maybe not, but eventually. We'll do a crowdfunding goal. Get you a nice silk cape. I am gonna. I'm. They did release those. Not release, but the the they leaked those Gawain um audition scenes. So I'm gonna make a Gawain audition tape. Yes. Um, if you are a, a member of the nerd table, you'll get mm -hmm. to see that. Just because for legal reasons, I don't think we can release it like publicly. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be for, for where I can't get in trouble for it. For but um, patrons I'm gonna make that. and members only. <laughs> But uh, yeah, <clears throat> David is gonna audition for Gowan. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna audition for Gowan just for you guys. Um, yeah, so they they finally do get to a town uh, mm -hmm. and they stop at a inn called the Light of Truth. Nothing bad could ever happen at an inn called Light the Light of, of Truth? Truth. Absolutely not ever. That's not foreshadowing at all. Um, and uh, yeah. They basically put the ring on. They're going to go into... Um, and Eve is going to go see Egwene yeah. into <clears throat> Teleran Riyadh. Teleran Riyadh. I would hate having to write that out every time. Like, if I was, like, writing a book, I'd be like, I don't want to put a, like, word that long, that many times in this book. <laughs> I would shorten it. 
<laughs> I'm literally like. <laughs> if you were writing a fantasy novel, all the names would be super short. Because like I just would have lose my patience writing them out. It reminds me of there's like a page in the Fellowship of the Ring uh-huh. that when you I think it's like right after you meet Gimli. And it's just, the whole page is just Gimli, son of Gloin, son of, and it goes through, like, nothing happens. It is literally just a description of the ancestry of Gimli. Uh-huh. And you're reading it, and you're like, why did you write this? <laughs> why? Shocking. And I love, I love the Lord of the Rings books, but there are no, some times where you're like, I, I don't, I don't need this. I don't yeah. need all of this information. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, uh, Teleron Riyadh is, um, a place where Nynaeve can apparently just yell for Brigitte, and she comes now. I guess because Brigitte is always watching, right? Like, she is, she is like, keeping her eyes peeled. Because yeah, she's also looking for the Forsaken, there's right? There's precepts, which I don't know what they are. But apparently, like, Brigitte is breaking the laws of the creator every time they do this. Yep. Don't know what that means. I guess we'll find out what those consequences are. But then at the end, Brigitte's like, you can't tell anyone because I may be breaking the precepts, but I don't want to break the precepts. And I was like, are there different levels of what would happen? Like, it's an interesting, it's an interesting idea that's brought up, but it's so, it is so like beyond my ability to understand it that Mm -hmm. in that whole scene, I was like, I, but you are, you're currently breaking the law. And it's the, like, does God not know? Uh, I don't know. The creator maybe is like, you know what? It's cool this time. It's cool this time. It's necessary. Also, chat is fully making fun of me. <laughs> for what? Uh, for, like, what my novel would sound like. <laughs> Good morning, OG. Where are you going? Good morning, Moo. I'm going to Earth. That would, that would be your book. No, they would have, like, cool names, but they would all just all have shortened nicknames. Because I'm lazy. <laughs> Uh, in other words, you're not going to write a novel at any point. Eh, who knows? Probably not. I'm sorry. My aunt, who is an author, is very disappointed in me right now. I'm going um, to write my book one day, and no one will read it. It's fine. Bella is not upset with Birgit. It's fine. <laughs> oh, she's, Bella has gets... been spun out, and so she doesn't see what's happening in Teleran Riyadh because she's a horse. But if she had spun out as a wolf, she would be able to see what happens in Teleran Riyadh. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe horses have their own... Um, so Gaidal, uh, Brigitte's mm-hmm. lover, has been spun out, which means that somewhere there's a baby that has to fight uh, the Dark One at the final battle, and I cannot wait for the baby from Ryan the Last Dragon to be there for the final. Oh my god. Uh, Ryan the Last Dragon, pretty good movie, except for that baby. Um, the, the baby ruined thinking, that whole movie for me. I was thinking, you know, the last battle would be in, like, you know, five to eight years. So it, so a five-year-old? You yeah. think what? Oh, well, actually, Anakin Skywalker blows up the, the droid ship at, like, like, nine. nine so. so, yeah, that's fine. Bella it, it broke out. the precepts, and now she's a horse. <laughs> that was her punishment. Um, so... So, Brigitte has been, um, like, spying on the Forsaken, or the Chosen. Uh, right, the Chosen, sorry. Uh, in Teleron Riyadh, which is, I want that book. Yeah, 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 yeah. The hero of ages past, f- spy, like, I-, I want more Brigitte um, point of view chapters, because this sounds really cool. I know, right? Um, but uh, she says that Lanfear Robin, Samael, Grendel, Damandred, 
I'm so dyslexic. This is hurting my head so much. So sorry. Just their names in a line. I like. They're all long names, right? Like if you show, when I take notes, I shorten all those names. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like I kept saying Nin, but it sounded too much like. Um, Min. Min. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. Uh, and Semerhage. Like Mogadian. Who has time to write all that out? I'm sorry. <laughs> too long. <laughs> it's he wrote four million words in this book. And you think that he complained about how long words were? No, I'm just saying I, I would. That's so funny. I would. Uh, we haven't met Demondred and no. Semerhage, right? No. But been... Semerhage is the one that apparently Brigitte's like, I don't, I don't fuck with, I don't fuck with Semerhage. I know, which is terrifying. So it makes me feel like almost maybe we have met her or there has been like a brush in passing and she's just so dangerous that like, we haven't leveled up enough. I don't know. I feel like Semerhage might be the one who's with the Sanchen. I feel like there's a Forsaken across the sea. That um, and so Semerhage might be the one who's across the sea. Right. And so it should be a big bad later. I'm sure there's at least one. So yeah, that would actually make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, she asked Geet if she's seen... Um, Oh, Brother Tarwin Scaptu, thank you so much. Thank you for that super duper chat. Um, to troll nerdy would be to troll Gawain. Worlds are colliding. I need this. Somebody fetch my pale fire stick. <laughs> or just a good bundle of fire. Or my quarter staff. You have a lot of interesting weapons, Brother Tarwin Scaptu. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I think it's the... We talked a lot about the quarter staff and the fireworks. Semerhog? What? Or Semerage? Semirog? Semirog? What? Sem, semer, semi-rag? Okay, you guys are all giving different things, so I'm going to keep saying Semerhage because I think it sounds cool. Um, yeah. Sem, yeah. So, um, Megidian uh, has not been seen, but even Brigitte's like, I might have missed her. Well, Gideon can, like, she's sneaky. She's sneaky, yeah. They don't, yeah. they call her the spider for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so, Nynaeve starts, <laughs> so Brigitte's like, I'm out. And Nynaeve's like, cool, 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 cool. Keep spying for me in the dream world. But I won't tell anyone, I promise. Like. Yeah. And then Nynaeve is like, well, if they're not here yet, I might as well just go dress shopping. And this is what I mean. This part, like, actually, like, bothered me. It bothered me because I was like, Nynaeve, you know that the girls who you don't want to see you trying dresses on are coming at any moment and you're not going to know when they arrive. So why are you doing this and, right now? Yeah, and you're so, like, embarrassed about, like... I mean, I don't know. I guess she thinks that, like, the the dresses are super slutty or whatever. But, like, I don't know. <laughs> I just... I, I found it weird because I was like, if you don't want to get caught by a Mies and Bayer, which you clearly don't... Yeah. Don't... This is not the time. Do it in the place they're, you know they're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> it was weird. It was just, like... Um, it was it was literally like a section just to be like, yeah, Nynaeve's super shallow and judgmental. But not when she does it. But not when she, yeah. yeah. Ooh, and Nynaeve's like, <clears throat> look at this like sexy dress that I put on. But if anyone else wears it, that's so bad. But, but if I wear it for Lan, it's not bad. Yeah, I was like, come on. Like, come on. So Gwen shows up, and Nynaeve was like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, um... Nynaeve informs of Gwen. That um, the Amarlin seat might, or basically, like they had a weird encounter about the Amarlin seat wanting them back. Yes. And so Elaine, Egwene should be careful. Um, yes. And Nynaeve claims this. This gets super strange. 
Because Nynaeve basically says that she, she like smelled the tea and knew that it was pork root, and so she didn't drink it. But they were almost caught. Yeah. And then she's like, "I've never lied to Nynaeve before, or to Egwene before." Egwene, yeah. That can't possibly be true, right? I don't know. Anyone who's ever helped raise a child, if you've ever babysat, if you've ever changed someone's diapers, which is weird because Nynaeve would have been like five. Um, she's like, "I changed her diapers," and I was like. Did you? She would have been like six. I changed my brother's diapers. Yeah, but your brother. Yeah. Not a, a girl who lives in town changed. Uh, yeah, I guess. Maybe you don't they have were the six-year-old come over and change your baby's diaper. Maybe she babysat and they were family friends. I don't know. If she was like, if she was like nine years older, I think I would buy it more. Fair. But yeah. five or six, because I think she's only five years older. So she's five or six, six is seven years older because she's twenty-five and Egwene is eighteen at one point. Okay, seven. Okay, okay. We're getting seven. to where I buy it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. But uh. So so Nynaeve. <laughs> Some Rogers actually pronounced Glenda. So Nynaeve is oh, so aware of the fact that she lied, in such a small way, like in a way that's so. That she basically like. Like loses all sense of herself. For like a half hour. Yes. Literally. Yeah. Like, it's, like, I was like, I don't understand really who Nynaeve is in this chapter. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's supposed to be like a setup for growth in a weird way. But I, the, and spoiler alert, but like, this is my low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By far. This is probably my least favorite part of the whole series. Is this, like, weird, like... Worse than Elaine flirting with her um, mom's ex-boyfriend who is twice her mom's age. You know what? I also hate that. Um, that's that's tough. <laughs> but, like, this, this section was so weird for me to read. Mm-hmm. Because then, like, Nynaeve is, is, is all weird around Egwene. And Egwene is like, you lied to me. I'm going to make you drink this tea as if she's trying to teach her a lesson. And I'm like, that's not how, like, people interact with one another unless yeah. they're, like... Unless it's your parent who's literally like 25 years older than you. It was so weird. I didn't, it didn't make sense to me at all. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was reading characters I didn't know, if that makes sense. It was very strange. People are saying that Tom is not twice Marcus's age, but Elaine literally says he was twice my mom's age. Yeah. No, like, Mar- that's Mar- literally Gase- a line in the book. Morgase talks about it. Morgase says it. Yeah, in the Morgase chapter, La- she literally later. says that Tom was twice her age. Um, I think it was, like, almost twice her age or something. I'm sure, but... But, like, you know, she was probably 25 and he's, like, 40. Yeah, um, Samantha A. actually has a really good point here. Nynaeve is starting to have a little bit of an existential crisis. I yeah, agree with that. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's it. Was just I. Yeah, I didn't like it, and maybe mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm. I'll be glad later that I didn't like it and it made me uncomfortable. But just being in the middle of it, I was like, don't like it. Dried in the force. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for the super bringing jet. some love from the Star Wars ether. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, and you have a wonderful thank day you. as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, Seasting says at the time they first got together, he was forty to her twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which would mean that he's sixty and Elaine is twenty. It's a weird age gap. It is very but weird. Such, that, is, that is a pretty big gap. That is very strange. Um, yeah. Raven is more than twice Margase's age. Raven is 3,000. Yes. At least. And also, that is not consensual. So... There it is. And like, <laughs> there it is. Very different. 
Very different. Um, yeah, I, I, Nynaeve, Nynaeve really... In the honesty, this whole section, Nynaeve is very strange to me right now. Because I don't yeah. really know what she wants. Yeah. I, they need to get her out of this situation. Yeah. I don't think that the storyline that Nynaeve is in right now benefits her character very well. You know what? I'm actually... I, I might counter that. I think that maybe this is the beginnings of Nynaeve actually becoming somebody that I like and can relate to while I'm reading it. Because I, because I hated this. This felt like the lowest of the low in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping that's going to be like a spring pad and that the more Nynaeve that we're going to get, the... It's gonna be like the actual like start of her growth. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping. I, agree with that. I am optimistic about that. Because mm-hmm. yeah, this 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 section was it was uncomfy and and I didn't like how Egwene or Nynaeve behaved in it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have this weird interaction where Nynaeve lies to Egwene so that she appears a certain way in front of whichever wise one is there. Is Melaine. 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 Because um, mm-hmm. they don't like one another. Because Nynaeve can't get along with anyone she doesn't understand or have control over. Yeah. Actually, I, can Nynaeve get along with anybody? Lan. Do they get along? Or are they that weird couple that just like bickers all the time? I, they've never seen them bicker. They don't fight. Well, no. The only time we've really seen them together is when he like forcefully kisses her because she's like getting all mad. Yeah, the problem with the Lan and Nynaeve thing is that they have no shared perspective on the world. No, and like they're so he, far apart at this point even, that I... Even if you take his age out of it, which he is, like, twice her age, um, yeah. he he has so Maybe not much twice knowledge and perspective. I don't yeah. think he's 50. Well, he's known Moiraine for 20, 20 years. He yeah. was already a warrior fighting in the Blight at that point. So I figured he was, like, between 35 and 40, and she's, like, 25 Five. or 27 okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Point. So not twice her age, but definitely, you know, there's a there's a gap there. Sure, sure, um, sure. But, they have different lived experiences. But she's lived in a small town her whole life and can barely mentally get out of that, and he has seen literally everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, they come to the world from two completely different points of view. Yeah. I'm hoping that when we get Lan and Nynaeve back together... That we see what he sees in her, and like he brings out more pos- more positive in in her. See, Sarmi says Elaine and Nynaeve get along really well. Elaine and Nynaeve? I don't think they do. They fight all the time. And about nothing. Yeah, we literally in the previous chapter, Elaine is like, "You're being a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you suck right now." Uh, so um. Melaine, Melaine basically scolds Nynaeve for spending time in Teleron Riyadh, right? Yes. Because she, so Nynaeve lies and says that she's been the one stalking the Forsaken in the uh, dream world because she doesn't want the wise, she doesn't want to break her promise to Brigitte. Yes. And then the wise one is like, hey, maybe don't do that. You don't understand anything about Teleron Riyadh and you're spying on the most powerful people in the world. So what does Nynaeve do? So Nynaeve is like, haha, fuck you, and goes and does exactly what she's not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, she just is like, all right, I'm going to, okay, bye, I'm going to keep hanging out and tell her in Riyadh, and there's nothing you can do about it. So Melaine yeah. dresses her like a child again. Yeah. Um, which, which in its description is like weirdly like a schoolgirl outfit. With the pigtails and, and the, the short, short skirt. skirt. And I'm just kind of like. Robert Jordan. Robert Jordan. What 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 you doing there? What what are you doing in your dream world, Robert Jordan? Mm-hmm. What's what's going on? Mm. Got a little uh, got a little kink there, Mr. Jordan. Shocking. Um, 
No, we all know Robert Jordan's kink is women who fold their arms under their breasts and go... Yes, yes, that is confirmed. Confirmed. And also polyamory. Uh, next year at JordanCon, I will be hosting a fold arms under breasts and sniff competition. Uh, <laughs> fold arms under breasts and sniff competition. Yeah. Just the like... <laughs> no, 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 but it, it's definitely the like... It's the like huffing sniff. Yeah, yeah, that. You might I, win. I hate that. You if you practice, if you put in the time, get I a trainer, you might win. I don't got the 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 goods for that, you know. They're there, but they're not significant enough to get that like bounce going, you know. That like lift that some girls can do. I I don't yeah. got I don't got that. So mm. the the post sniff jiggle, if you will. <laughs> That's the t-shirt. The post sniff jiggle. But no, but no, nothing else. Nothing else no just context. No sniff jiggle. No context. White text, black shirt. At all. It, it, if you know, you know, and that's it. There's only five t-shirts. It's a limited run. <laughs> and I own all five of them. Um, that's so funny. The post sniff jiggle. I want to write a song now called the post sniff jiggle. We'll do that for the song competition next year. Yeah, we'll rewrite the lyrics to um, Boot Scoot and Boogie to the post shift. The post-sniff jiggle. And it's just about women folding their arms underneath of their breasts. And necklines. But we only... But it is, We take every time Robert Jordan does it in the books, and we use his exact wording of it as the lyrics for the song. Yes. Oh, my uh, God. Tythonus asked, what was nerdy wrong about today? Uh, it was my <laughs> use of the word inauspicious. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. I, was, I didn't know what that meant, and I used it to sound smart, and I looked like an idiot. Um... <clears throat> So, uh, Nynaeve goes to the tower. And yeah. we're still in, we're still with Nynaeve in Teleron Riyadh. She can't get in the Amarillin's room. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is, it, it makes sense. Yeah. There's got to be some kind of wards, even if those wards are from... No, no, they explain why she can't get in. They do? Yeah, because when, when she finally does get there, there's no yeah. ward on it. When she gets there, the reason is that it doesn't oh, that look like... Oh, it doesn't like, look the same. Because in order to go somewhere, you have to picture it. Right, And so she right. can't picture it because it's not the same room anymore. When she can't immediately, I was like, oh, someone in the past thousand years put wards on that room that no one understands nowadays. But that yeah, yeah. makes sense. Steak, thank you yes. for that super chat. Uh, what channel will you be doing new streams on? All streams will be on this channel. This one. This one right here. Um, that's pretty inauspicious of you. Thank you, Philip. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, no. She, so she can't get in because... Uh, the room has changed so much that it is no longer, even though she knows the physical location of it, mm -hmm. she doesn't really know the room anymore. Yeah. Which I think is actually a really, like, cool idea, and I, I love that concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, I, I, you're right, and now I'm remembering it, but it, I, mm -hmm. it's like, it would also make sense that someone had, like, warded that room at some point in history, but, eh, never mind. Uh, so, uh, as she, she goes back to her room, her accepted room, and she makes her way to the Amarillin's room, and as she gets there, Aleda appears in front of her and chastises her, uh, and it's not really, Aleda has, like, touched the dream world, but can't really, like, stay there. She doesn't really know what's going on, mm -hmm. and so she disappears, and Nynaeve is like, this must be one of her fondest memories, not realizing the foreshadowing of the moment, where it's not even a memory, this is, or, 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 or not even a dream, this is the truth. Aleda is the Amarillin seat, yeah. and Nynaeve does not know that yet, but as she goes into the Amarillin room, Egwene shows up yeah what, what's going on with Egwene here well I think Egwene was like oh I just got some information from Nynaeve I'm gonna go check it out she either I think she I think she thinks I'd like some answers on this mm -hmm. and Nynaeve probably didn't listen and went to go do it herself anyways I think both of those things are true so you think she is there because she thinks Nynaeve is there 
Partially, yes. Okay. But also because she, like, but also to get information about the Amerlin that's changed about I- Elaine, right? Like, mm-hmm. I-, I think it is both of those reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so, yeah. Egwene um, has, uh, Egwene, like, really gives it to her. Like, straight up lays into her. Yeah. And uh, Nynaeve is being stubborn, and so Egwene summons men to physically accost Nynaeve. Yeah. Is that a great moment? No, it's not. And they, like, are not men. They're, like, werewolves, I guess. Um, And they, like, cut her up a little bit. Yep. Uh, it's like this... Does Egwene go too far? <sighs> Under, like, any other circumstances, I would say... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, it's naive, and I don't know if anything short of that would make an impact on her. Like, because, mm-hmm. because like, naive could die there. And she doesn't seem to want to accept that. She thinks she knows exactly what she's doing without any kind of training. And so, I, I think it's, like, too far. But I think also it might, like, it is too far. But I think mm-hmm. that it also might have saved Nynaeve. Like, I, and I don't know, maybe Nynaeve goes back in and doesn't and doesn't learn anything, which is probably going to happen. But yeah, it's weird. It's kind of manipulative. It's definitely abusive. And like, Egwene, that's, that's why I didn't like this section, because both of them are doing weird things yeah. that just seem like, I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> there's, um... It, it kind of has this weird parallel to, you know, our parents all raised children in a certain way, and their parents raised them in a different way, and they mm-hmm. learn from their parents' mistakes, and we're learning from our parents' mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. We know that, like, spanking children, a, 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 there's a lot of studies out there that are like, maybe not the best thing, right? Physically, physically abusing your kids, Maybe, maybe not. And it just seems like Egwene is like, well, somebody did this to me, so I'm going to do it to them and just didn't take any, like, lesson from that. I, I kind of disagree with that. Oh, okay. I think Egwene went way too far here. Oh, yeah. She definitely went too far. For like, the simple reason that I think that Egwene, I think that she could have taught Nynaeve the same lesson without physically hurting her. Yeah. And I also think that Egwene... I think that while Nynaeve in this situation is being cocky about her abilities and to tell her in Riyadh, yeah. I also think that Egwene is not fully trained yet. And yeah. I don't know that she's fully in control of those two creatures that she summons, right? And so I think that Egwene puts Nynaeve in an unreasonable amount of risk Maybe, yeah. in this situation mm-hmm. in a way that I think she... It, it kind of makes me think that Egwene, like has the potential to be a bad character in the end. Egwene? Interesting. Like, Egwene, th- this is the kind of situation where you are using a power that you don't fully understand or have the power over, and you're using it on someone that you say is your friend to help them. Yeah. And, and I, I just, I, I found it kind of shocking, because then Egwene is like, if you don't know exactly what you're doing, the things that you create here can become real, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can get stuck in something. And I was like, Egwene, what if those... What if you had lost control over those Hopefully two creatures? Hopefully Egwene knows what she's doing. Right? Like, and so I think that in this situation, Egwene goes so far and uses a power that she doesn't fully understand or have control over in a way that makes her very in the wrong. Like, in my opinion, she she way, way, way oversteps here. Yeah, it, and and I, I didn't understand why. Because it almost felt, it almost felt like 
Egwene was taking the abuse that she had received in her training and taking it out on Nynaeve in like a really gross kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like it's like the it's like the kid at home who bullies other people because their parents bully them. Mm-hmm. And I just I do yeah, it was I, I and then with the tea, like it was all just the tea is obviously not as far as whatever you're gonna have to drink it and she doesn't even. But like yeah, the weird like summoning things that she may or may not have full control over to like mark her so that when she wakes up she knows it's real, like Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just, I think, I, I was really disappointed in a great this moment. I think the tea moment is less inappropriate because mm-hmm. it's, the, the thing about the tea is that it is Egwene teaching Nynaeve a lesson mm-hmm. in the way that Nynaeve taught Egwene lessons. It, it, it's still, I, I, I still think it's a bad thing to do and I wouldn't teach someone a lesson that way. Yeah. But I can understand Egwene using Nynaeve's tactics against her yeah. because in that power exchange you're saying like this is how you were comfortable teaching lessons so learn a lesson this way mm-hmm. as opposed to the moment with the two creatures which is just it, it's so reading it i thought that mo gideon had entered the room like it was so extreme that i was like oh they're being attacked by a forsaken and if my thought is that they're being attacked by a forsaken it is too far for a good character to say that it is something that they did yeah it's almost inexcusable right like it's almost a like it's a hard moment to come back from. Yeah. So much so that if Egwene were to come back and tell Bayer and Amis and Malayne what she did, I I think they would lose it on her. No, they did the same thing to her. Attacked her with creatures? Yeah. Literally, when Egwene, when they found out that Egwene was entering Teleronriad without permission, I'm pretty sure Amis, like, summoned some horrible nightmare. But it never touched her. Are you sure? It was, like, in the room with her. I don't remember it, like, attacking her or cutting her. She didn't have, like, literal scratches in her skin the next day. I thought it was a literal reflection of that. But I would think I would have to go back mm-hmm. and read. Because that was in the last book, I think. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe chat can clarify that for me. But I'm pretty sure that the wise ones taught Egwene a lesson in a very similar way. Mm-hmm. Um... Amis transformed into a crocodile thing and, like, scared her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, that, that was very different than having these ma- masculine creatures, like, dr- touching and, like, scratching and, like... Right, right. Okay. Um, I couldn't remember if, if Egwene had had scratches or marks or anything. Like, I... I... Yeah. Okay. That there's makes a lot. Sense. There's that a lot sense. in chat about uh, this being sexual assault, and I, I, I guess I didn't read it as sexual assault. I didn't really think of the. I like. I thought they were like scratching her and like attacking her. I didn't really read it as like. But maybe that's just like my. Maybe the I mean, way I, I read it was wrong. I didn't get that either, to be honest. Um, and I and maybe the like implication was that it was going to head that way. They ripped her clothes off. I I totally missed that they ripped her clothes off. I I thought her clothes got like torn when they scratched her but yeah yeah i just thought that they were like all torn up i honestly think that i was a little uncomfortable and i read through it very quickly that honestly is fair this this section made me uncomfortable in a way that i kind of like skimmed through it a little bit i'm not gonna lie i didn't i really didn't like this this was my low for sure yeah wait i don't even need to wait till the end of the show they ripped off 90s blouse yeah that's really bad 
Yeah, so I just don't like this. And it's, 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 it's like inexcusable. Like, what Egwene does here is so, like, inexcusable. And it's it's tough to, like... Uh, one of them ripped her dress open. Um, the other seized her chin, twisted her face um, with its mouth open, whether to kiss or bite, she did not know. I missed the ripping the dress open. That that didn't stick out to me. So, yeah, no, that's sexual assault. That's really bad. Yeah. That's, that's very, very, very bad. Yeah, and I just, I don't understand... Uh, some people in chat have been saying Egwene did it to cover her ass, and I, I don't understand that either. No, Egwene tells Nynaeve that we, oh, we shouldn't tell anyone about this to cover her ass. Because Egwene's not supposed to be there either. Oh, 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 oh. I was like, I don't understand how that. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. It It's it's weird. I don't like it. I don't think there's any justification for it. Like Fudgy Vamp says this is one of the chapters we ignore exists because we can't reconcile it. And chat, without spoiling the future of the books, is there any, is there any, um, I don't know what the right word is. Are there, does this ever have consequences at any point or is this never brought up again? You know what I mean? Yeah. Was Robert Jordan like, you know what, let's just forget that that happened. But this is, this is what I mean. Like, Gwen could have taught her a lesson without touching her, without it being that far. Well, and, and that's the thing is, Gwen also does not know what the hell she's doing. Like... Like, like, never. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, this this is just, I don't know. I don't know how to, like, I, I don't know how to be okay with Egwene after this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it, it really sucks. Chat seems very divided. Some people are like, there's definitely consequences, and then some people are like, it's never brought up again. The tea gets brought up. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I hope that, <laughs> yeah, like, I, don't like it. I hope that at some point, some of our characters decide that, you know, the abuse of, like, the tower teachings, the abuse of the wise ones teaching, the abuse of, like, teaching this power, like, I, I hope that somebody, like, it, it, it that it comes up and that it's, like, rectified or at least, like, you know, changed for future people. Because I don't... I think that the end of this book is going to have at least, like, a kind of happy ending. Like, I think they're going to defeat the Dark One. At the end of this book? Not... Sorry, not the book. Oh, the I was like, what? Sorry. No, no, At the end of the series. <laughs> and then there's nine books of nothing. No, and, and so I hope that our characters maybe learn other methods of... Um, Teaching and... Interacting? And, yeah. Yeah, that's tough. I... Yeah. I don't, I don't know where to go from there with her, right? It's it's really... Once, once you've crossed that line, like, you have to go on a... Like, as a character, there has to be some sort of, like, redemption tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just... It really... It, it's why this whole section was really tough for me to read, and this was definitely the lowest of it for me, was getting through this chapter where Nynaeve and Egwene are having this interaction, where Nynaeve is behaving so, like, I I lied this little lie, and so now I'm a terrible person, and Egwene now has power over me because I fibbed a little bit, and then Egwene goes so far. It's just, it, it sucked to read. And it, in a yeah. series that I loved so much through the first four books, this week was, like, it just wasn't... It wasn't what I wanted from my fantasy series. Well, and especially from Egwene, who we talked about in book one, how we really loved that, like, she took the agency 
mm-hmm. right? Like she, like there were there were so many wonderful things that we loved about Egwene in earlier books, and this is just weird. Mm-hmm. Samantha, hey, thank you for that super duper chat. This is one of those things like Fayil beating up Perrin that have more to do with RJ, a short sighted male writer, than character growth. Fans just ignore it for the most part. All it's right. just it's kind of tough to ignore this one. Yeah, it's Without, a whole. I, I guess it's a whole scene as opposed to the the Fayil and Perrin thing, which cuts away. It's like one awkward punch. The, the, this is the this is that moment taken to the extreme. Yeah. yeah. No, and I don't I don't yeah I don't like it. Um, I don't like it. Anyways, uh, I I think that no. that's all I have to say about it. it we can move on from it. Um, but it uh, Nynaeve and Egwene do find out that Aleda is the Amaryllis seat. Yes. Uh, and that Swan has been. They don't know that she's been executed yet. They do find that out later, but right now they just know that uh, Swan has been deposed. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Um, The fan base did cancel Egwene for this. Yeah, I mean, I like it's really shitty, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, Th- this, this not in the show. No. I, I and I don't know what they replace it with, but this is not in the show. There's no, no, no. there's literally no way. No. If they were to put this in the show, it would go over just as bad as the Theon Sansa uh, Ramsay scene from the Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, no, bad idea. Yeah. Let's, yeah. yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna not with that. Mm-hmm. Um, um. T- t- yeah. The only other thing I think that's at the end of this chapter is that, um, uh, it, you know, Egwene obviously wakes up. Maureen, no, go well, goes to see Rand. Well, Rand but she wakes up and busy. the wise ones didn't catch her, so she got away with it this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes to see Rand. Rand is busy with uh with Jason Derulo, and so um Rand go or sorry, not Rand. Egwene goes to let Maureen know. And uh, she gives her this information. Maureen's just kind of like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, you know, it, 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 Maureen is like, I would rather the tower stay united mm-hmm. than it be broken up like this, which is hard. It's, it's you know, Maureen does believe in the tower and what it stands for and 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 the Aes Sedai in a lot of ways. And, and she's, she... She's more upset about the fact that the tower is divided than the fact that like Swan is gone and still and and there's a new Emerlin, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. which was very interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree with that. Um, I I also think that uh, Egwene not wanting to tell Rand because she's worried Rand will ask questions was very interesting. Yeah, like she's less worried about more rain interrogating her than she's Rand interrogating her because yes. of how oddly he's been behaving lately. Yes, very interesting to see. Yeah. Um, and uh, also the I, I liked the admission between Egwene and Moraine that they both know that Lanfear has visited uh, Rand, and they're the the kind of like unspoken like she's probably come more than the one time that we know about, and like we as the audience know Lanfear shows up like every three days like Lanfear just kind of hangs out sometimes, um, but Moraine and Egwene are like kind of uh, kind of aware of it and do not like it. Yeah, I wonder yeah. why. I I wonder. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, no, I, I think Moraine Moraine's practicality here is is really fun to read. And it makes Moraine such a fascinating character that she's like, I my whole life I have been preparing to stop the Dark One from destroying the Earth. Swan being deposed sucks. Yeah. But we have a bigger problem. Yeah. And we're in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that like it it she, uh, Moraine in a lot of ways reminds me of Princess Leia. Where, like, the moment where um, Alderaan has just been destroyed in A New Hope, and they they get off of the Death Star, and Ben has just died, 
and Leia is in full-on general mode, and Luke is moping at the table, rightfully so. I'm not, like, saying he no, should yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. bend die. But, like, they're in the middle of this huge, this very important situation, and Leia puts the blanket on Luke, and that takes care of that. Yeah. Because, because she has stuff that needs to get done. Yeah. And Moraine has that same quality about her in mm-hmm. a way that I really like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, Moraine is is big picture and big picture only. And I, I still think that that's what's one of the most interesting moments is when she finally, like, she, like, swears an oath to Rand. Because mm-hmm. she's like, it doesn't matter. Like, I will do whatever it takes, but this is what I believe in so wholeheartedly. Um, and I love that. This scene in the show, because they've explicitly shown the sexual relationship between Moraine and Swan, is going to hit, like, a yeah. This one's going to hurt because yeah. Rosamund Pike is going to crush it because she is so good. Yeah. But when when this when this scene happens and you see like you're going to see it in her eyes and nowhere else and it's going to be fantastic. I cannot wait for that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's that one's going to sting a little. How, how do you think the show's going to handle the Aes Sedai agelessness thing? I, I don't. I, do you think they'll just skip it? It's they, they already they, have. Like, de-age um, Swan. No, no, no. They already they, they already have like Hollywood actors, right? They already look perfect, even though they look like they have. I know, a but sense when Swan maturity. is stilled, do you think that they're going to like de-age her face somehow? No, no. Okay, so they're just gonna skip gonna, all of that. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna care about any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like, how old is J Lo? J Lo looks like a goddamn Aes Sedai. Like. Dragon Snack says, I always pictured Wanda Sykes as Moiraine. That would be, I would watch that show Who's in that? a heartbeat. Uh, Wanda Sykes is a very uh, talented and famous uh, black uh, comedian and actress. Um, I'm trying to, I'm like, I'm trying to think of something that you would have seen her in. She, she's, she's, I watched nothing. Amazing. All right, cool, um, cool, cool, cool. But I, I do, I do think that that, she would have crushed it. But she yeah. would have, she might have been too funny almost. Too funny. Yeah, well, I think for it's just Marine, gonna look, You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think they're just gonna look the way that. They I look. think Wanda Sykes would be amazing as a Mies. <laughs> oh, or 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 by your honestly, any of the like wise women. Yeah, 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 that would be fun. Wanda Sykes would be freaking incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. So I think that's it for that chapter. Uh, well, I, I also we do learn Moraine has been eavesdropping on Rand with her oh. little thing. <gasps> Tervok! Tervok! Oh my god, thank you for that super chat! Whoa! Uh, the menagerie section of this book always feels like it dragged too long for liking, even on rereads, but there's other banger moments in this book. Oh, See no. you guys next week. We're gonna have more circus I... to read. Great. I love it yeah. for us. <laughs> thank you so much for that. That's incredibly kind. Oh no, we're not there yet. Um, we're not there yet. No. Yeah, but no, so Moraine is a. So does Mar- do you think Moraine knows that Jason Nutil can channel? If she's eavesdropping on them talking about channeling, or do you think Rand knows that she's listening? Well, Rand sets up certain wards. Mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe, yeah, he he just has wards that stop eavesdropping. I don't know. You know, I'm not sure. I think it would be very interesting if Moraine did know. And then it comes out somehow, and Moraine is like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I knew this that, whole time. That Rand has been learning from the Forsaken? She is practical enough that I think that she would be the character who would be like, it's got to happen, it's got to happen. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, chapter, chapter 16. 16. Uh, 
We run into a favorite, a fan favorite. Yeah, so Galad is a white cloak. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Yeah. So how how much further so you were spoiled on Galad's story. How much more further like That's it. I knew he was white cloak. This is the thing that you knew. Yeah, yeah, I knew. Okay, that he I was, was curious because I knew that you knew something about his future and I was wondering if this was it. Yeah. I I feel like that wasn't that bad a spoiler. No, it really wasn't, especially because, because it was foreshadowed. Yeah, I was not yeah. surprised at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, girl, that's a white cloak. Yeah, I was surprised sense. at how far away from the tower he's gotten. Yeah, yeah, he's been busy boy. It seems like he's, like, because he joined in Tarvalon, and I was like, oh, he's, he, he got shipped out. <laughs> they were like, all right, you want to join up? Great. We're going to immediately send you, like, a yeah. month's ride away. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Nynaeve is like, god damn, he's so hot. I'm like... Oh my god! I can't like I can't. I, I have stood. I have stood six inches away from Chris Hemsworth, and he's and even the yeah. most the mo- It was the most disconcerted I've ever been looking at another man. But even still, you weren't I like was okay. Uh, uh. Like I can't see straight. Like literally, Nynaeve is sitting there, full like a hagal face, like eyes crossed, drooling, and I was like, "Are you like?" That is exactly what I pictured this whole time. If this was an anime, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. exactly what would have happened in this moment. I was like, Nynaeve, get it fucking together. Like, Honestly, if you were going to adapt Wheel of Time properly, an anime, anime would be the best way to do it. Because be anime fun. combat would be, I think, the best way to live up to the way the one power is used. Yeah. And like the Baalzaman brand sky battle over Falma in an anime style would be incredible. That would be dope. Oh my god, give me that, like, Attack on Titan style, yeah. but mm-hmm. Wheel of Time, I think you could crush it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Nynaeve yeah. is literally, like, so turned on by just Galad's face. Yeah. Like, his face is so hot, like, she what? doesn't realize he's a white cloak. I know, I'm like, literally, how? Like, this scene reminded me of when Holly showed us the, like, Food Wars thing. <laughs> <laughs> and all the animated girls are like, ah! And you're like... What is it? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's, it's anime because it's exaggerated, but reading this, I was like, this is so unrealistic. I'm sorry. Like, This, I just... this moment in that anime would be so funny because Nynaeve's eyes would become like big hearts yes. and they'd like pop out of her face. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, yeah, I, Galad is hot is basically the summary of this chapter. But also, Elaine knows him. This, yeah. this was my favorite Elaine moment, I think, so far in all the books, was Elaine yeah. going, we have to leave. Immediately. And everyone's like, oh, no, it's your brother. She and she's like, no, you do not psyche. understand. Yeah. Like. She literally, she literally, like, opens his brain, pulls him out as a person, and presents him to the world with a mirror. It's yeah. incredible how well Robert Jordan writes her in this Which moment. is what she's kind of been saying the whole time, right? Like, I've always thought, felt like Elaine was a little, it was super cold towards Galad, and I thought it was, like, more of, like, a sibling rivalry like half sibling kind of thing and no she she understands exactly who he is and what he's gonna do cinnabar says i would like it in the same style as netflix's castlevania show uh, i would like less gore than that i think that shows too i think that style's too gory for wheel of time but yes yes, yes, yes that yes, would yes, be yes. rad yeah yes mm-hmm. yes um Hyo- says arcane style that w- that would also mm. be 
beautiful. Now, arcane, very... arcane style really lends itself to the bright colors of the technology. You would want an anime style that, is, that isn't so heavily reliant on, like, those bright greens and purples. You'd want yeah. something that can play better with whites and blacks mm. because of how important, like, the white cloaks and, and the dark one. Like, I, I think that's why I would go with, like, Attack on Titan or something that has a little bit more of, like, a muted palette. Castlevania, I think, does a good job of that as well. Yeah. I think Arcane, the Arcane art style, I think, would look too dull in Wheel of Time, so they would play up the color, and then I think that you would lose kind of the drabness of some of the areas. Arc yeah, Arcane has more of, like, a steampunk vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah. in a sense, which I don't think... Yeah, 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 yeah. Rock Mage says hentai style. God. There's already plenty of rods everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's hard not to make the oath rod look like a cock. I just want that on a shirt. And then just Rosman Pike. Uh, I, should, I, I think I might make that shirt. She's, she's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and I'll wear it to Pride on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if we can get it in time. So yeah, no, Elaine is basically like, look, Galad always does the right thing. He's either going to force me back to Camelin or he's going to turn me in. And yes. if we fight going back to Camelin, he's going to make the second option. Like, she literally figures him out in a second. Yeah. She is so fast on this because she's known him her whole life. Mm -hmm. And she's right, right? Yeah. Like, she, she absolutely is correct. And I think that she is... I, I, I just love this moment. I, yeah. I really... I really, really did. It well, showed how is, smart she is. Literally everybody is like, no, it's your brother. And she's like... You don't. No, yeah. you do you do not understand. So yeah, so they decide to use the menagerie to escape. <laughs> yeah. So they literally they join the circus. They go and they join the circus. Um, I'm I'm this 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 storyline makes me nervous. This feels the most like an anime. This is the beach episode of the Wheel of Time. I can already feel it the coming. Beach episode. Like I can feel I can feel the like filler coming I, I i hope to god they're done with the circus by the end of the book i hope this is not a like multi-book as much as i think val and luca might end up being a really cool character and it's so cool that Aludra's there mm -hmm. right and yes. so like this Aludra character just keeps popping up through these books and that i'm excited very... to see her art as soon as he was like we even have an illuminator i was like yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um i'm so i'm so i'm so curious about Aludra. i i don't love the idea of circus stuff in a, lot a book. Of, uh, a lot of people are saying that uh, you're you're their 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 fan cast for Luca. I would oh I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I I would oh would the overly good. extravagant. Come on in. Yeah. Oh my god, I would love it. I actually played a character like that in a musical for I'm years. Shocked. We worked out this musical about Heart Island. Um. It's too dark to talk about on the podcast, but uh, the I was the like ringleader circus master of this uh, circus of the dead, uh, and we worked on it for oh, it was so it was such a good show. We worked on it for years, and it That's just never ended up going thing. anywhere. But basically, the rest of the books are all circus tales. I will quit. I will quit. Um, I, I did like the, the boar horse though. The boar horse, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's actually an elephant. But that's they're like, actually a, something else. Well, and they're it's like the sragged, or I can't even remember what the word is. The, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're yeah, like, no, it, the it was easier to call it a boar horse. And I was, as a dyslexic person, calling something a boar horse is very hard. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no. Maybe for regular people, that's an easy word to say, but boar horse, it's 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 annoying in my mouth. <laughs> boar horse uh, is annoying in my mouth. Berserker, yes. <clears throat> um. So. Oh, do I have the calves for it? Thank you. <laughs> so the other part uh, uh, that we we learned. Threaded, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Threaded, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
um, is that Elaine does remember who Tom is. And tells Yeah, Annie the memories about came it. back when she, the second time she pulls his, um... Well, but remember, because she was, like, kind of drunk, and then it was a little Oh, and bit... she's been lying to Tom. I did like that. She's been lying to Tom about not remembering that night, but she does remember that night. Yeah. We've all done it. No, I mean, I just hate the whole flirting with Tom. But we've already talked about that, so I, we're gonna... I do appreciate, at least, that the book explains what it is in Tom that she is attracted to. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I was. If we're gonna, if we're going down this road, which clearly we are, mm-hmm. I'm glad that she. I'm glad that it's that it. She, it ex, the book explains why not, she's not flirting with Jewel in the way she is with Tom, and that it is she is attracted to how intelligent he is. Yeah. And like, it almost isn't like physical, right? Like she, what she's attracted to is the this intelligent and like capable man, and like yeah. I can understand. I can at least understand it, even if I don't like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The nine boar horse hitch. Um, oh, yeah, so Galad is a white cloak. That's yeah. uh, that's going to be really interesting, I think, for Morghese, more so than Elaine. Yeah. Because of what's going on in Andor. Like, I, Galad being a white cloak, as much as I'm like, oh, Galad. Um, I, th- I think that, like, the possibilities in terms of storytelling moving forward with this are really good. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, so, um, they sneak out. The next chapter is literally the, just them joining the circus. Um. But, um, they run into Sarandon, who is a Sanchin Shredit yeah. handler. Shredit handler, yes. Yeah. Um, I love that Elaine uses the one power to pretend to be able to tightrope walk, like, does cartwheels and stuff. I was like, wow, okay. I, how exactly does that work? Well, you just put, like... You just, like, make the rope thicker with air so that it's basically a wider platform and you walk on it normally. So Elaine was previously capable of doing cartwheels? Oh, I in mean... In such a straight yeah. line? Look, okay, look, I, I, I've taken gymnastics mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. I have a decent cartwheel. Mm-hmm. Getting a cartwheel to be perfectly straight is actually really hard. It is. Straight enough that your feet look... Like, they land on the tightrope. I did cartwheels on beams, so... Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but we are... we yeah, Okay, but we trained as dancers. We literally yeah. had the training to do that. We went to gymnastics classes to do that. Elaine goes, all right, I'm going to go do this. And then she uses the power... Does, she use, does the power keep her feet on the rope? Or does the power make the rope a wider... Because people would look up and go, her feet are just standing on air. No, you can't see it standing on air. But if, it, okay, I, I it, it was just, it was very strange to me that she was like, oh, I can do that. And then went and did it. And I was like, when did you learn how to cartwheel in a straight line? I mean, when you're like the princess, you, you, you have fun, I guess. And then, and then she goes, and Jewelyn can do it too. And he's like. Jewelyn's like, no, I guess. no, no, <laughs> dear God, no. But doesn't tell them, like, if a Jewelyn, <laughs> Jewelyn's trust in Elaine in that moment is insane. Because why, why would he do <laughs> they're, they're like, this guy just died. And Elaine's like, Jewelyn can go up on the tie rope. Yeah, 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 this guy just like, died. Oh my God. Okay. I mean, yeah, terrifying, I guess. But it's it's. It was entertaining, but in the moment, I was like, 
I just imagine, honestly, that Elaine is, like, using weaves of air to, like, if she, like, tilts off balance, she can literally, she's, like, literally manipulating the air around her. Oh, it made it seem like she just, like, had, like, air on either side of the rope. Well, it, she does, because she says her skirts, like, kind of touched, like, a, a How is she doing that with skirts up. on? That is a talent. Like... Julian actually has incredible balance. That's true. Uh, Rodney oh, like, says the Wonder Girls can do anything. Who are the are, Who are the Wonder Girls? The Wonder Girls are Egwene and Nynaeve. And oh, okay. Uh, it's It's like when Matt suddenly is a master quarterstaff artist. Apparently, Morghese was a, a tightrope walker. <laughs> master tightrope walker uh, and Morghese, Morghese, and then you know Matt's dad was a quarterstaff master. So that's true. That's true. It's, that's you just true. you pick up these skills apparently. Yeah, I also, I, I did appreciate that um, Tom can juggle 12 stones in two circles. And I was like... <laughs> that, like, intertwine? I was like, yeah. how? That I would like to see. Please, how? That I would that I would like to see. Like, I, I've, I've watched a couple of jugglers, and I don't think any of them have ever made, like, 12 things into two circles. I Like, it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. William Reese says, nerdy, you focus on the weirdest shit. I do. To be honest, I don't know why anyone watches this show because it's just me complaining. It's me nitpicking like weird things that I'm like, what? No, that is not this show. It's it's. Well, no, you bring quality to this. I just bring nonsense. That is not true. The Nerdy Wordy Book Club. Clara's Endor brings quality. Ninja Warrior. <laughs> that that is the filler episode of the Wheel of Time anime. Not the beach episode. Is when everyone competes in Andor Ninja Warrior. Oh my. <laughs> God. I'd watch it. Oh my god, I love that. Um, oh my god. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. Elaine I love just... uh, Elaine and Matt took interesting feats at character creation. <laughs> oh, they they got their level four feet. And so Oh Matrick, I'm not saying that it's impossible to juggle twelve stones. I'm saying I want to see it. That sounds very cool. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm like yeah. that that is that is insane. And it makes sense. Look, Tom is the best. We know Tom is mm -hmm. the best. I believe he can do it. I just, I'm like, I, how? Like, I, my brain can't imagine it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I can barely juggle three things. The idea of juggling 12 things in two interconnected circles yeah. just breaks my brain. Yeah. Like, that, that to me is, like, nerdy nonsense confirmed. Um, yeah, no, I just, when she was like, and then she just started doing cartwheels, I was, I, it just, it just was one of those moments where I was like, all right. I felt like I need to see it to understand what was happening. Yeah. Because the yeah. description of it, I was like, okay. I have a feeling this part also won't be in the show. The animals will be too expensive. And the, 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 the tightrope walking. Yeah, yeah, The circus is probably going to be cut. Or the show will just cut to the circus scenes from Madagascar 3. And they'll just, like, interconnect it. But they'll CGI Elaine into Madagascar 3. It'll be like, who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> in the next book, Tom switches out the stones for Jane Sauce. Great! I want to see that. I want. I want to see that. <laughs> I, I have no problem with it. I, I. I. Ultimately, it's magic. Like I don't care. It was just funny to me that she just like starts uh, doing cartwheels and then throws Julian up there. Like I was yeah, like Elaine. Yeah, yeah. Like Nynaeve is like no, no. And she's like so Julian. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Um. Thank you, Dead Iron. <laughs> but also, but you brought this up last night. Mm -hmm. Uh, if they do this anywhere where they're here's the problem with here's the real problem with Elaine doing this. They are trying to not get caught and sent back to the Tower of Aes Sedai. And so if any Aes Sedai watches them, their show, 
they're going to get caught because they're going to see that they're channeling. Well, they're going to see, but they can also feel the channeling. Depending on how powerful they are and how much they're channeling. Like, look, I don't know how... The circus will thick... perform outside of town. No, no, no. But, like, here's the thing. I don't know how thick the weaves are for this mm-hmm. rope. Like, I don't, I don't know the, like, nitpicky of that. But we know, we know that Mogadian found them... In the the city, yeah. because they channeled, and they're like they don't know they could run into Black Aja or other Aes Sedai, and and I have no idea how strong these weaves are, or they don't mm-hmm. know how powerful they are to be able to sense it. Like I just, I was like, uh, they're th- they are thick weaves. Um, I just, I, it seems like a terrible idea. They should have just stuck to the, like the cleaning, yeah, the cleaning mm-hmm. and the mucking or whatever. It's much safer that way. Y'all are screwed. Well, and this is my point about them being bad spies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Elena's like, oh, okay, I'm going to do the flashiest thing possible. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're spies. You're, you're spies. Yeah. You're and people want to kill you. Like, they're not behaving as if everybody wants to kill them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying the I said I are going to the circus, but if the I said I are in town... Why wouldn't the I said I go to the circus? I mean, look, I... Why wouldn't they? I don't know, but... If they're, if they're like the Lord and... If, they're, if, if they're the Lord the and Lady city, of the local place are mm-hmm. going to the circus and they have an I said I counselor, the I said counselor is going to go with them, right? Like, it, no, no, but seriously, like, the idea that you would assume that the I said I'm going to the circus is crazy to me. And so why would you do the flashy thing with... that? Literally, like, you're lighting yourself up like a beacon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. You're becoming nightlight. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not, it's not great. Yeah, it just, it just... Samantha A, is, Samantha a has distilled it down to the yeah. right sentence. They can sense channeling, so they should not be channeling. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, I would not risk it, especially because you know that's how Mogadian found you. <laughs> Dragazak says, Elaine is a spy like Sterling Archer. Yes. Faye, thank you so much hey. for that super chat. I'm 90 minutes behind, but I want to say hi. This is what I call the destruction of Nineen book. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on her journey. You'll get there. Once you are at this point in 90 minutes, you'll get there. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll know. You'll yeah, know. I like, I like Sarandon. I also like that because of their, um, experience with Aguinan, they are not as harsh with the Sanchen as they would have been. Yes. So, like, that's character growth, I guess. A little yes. bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it yeah. just seems odd that they're risking channeling so often and so open. Yes. So. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Nancy says they're hiding in plain sight. They're, they're, they are lighting up like a firework in plain sight, but yeah. Yes. Um, in the witch hunter capital. That's oh, that's true. While they're in Amadika, they're fine. But their plan is to ride this. The, the, okay, they, they're in Amadika right now. But the plan is to take the circus to Tyr. Like they're gonna cross multiple countries that aren't witch hunter territory. So it just. Well, anyway. but also like, the, like this spy network seems to be super vast. It makes sense that there might be Aes Sedai around, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, next chapter is, oh, uh, you know what, before we get into the next chapter, we're, we never brought it up at the beginning of the podcast like we're supposed to. Oh. So, it's time, because we're like at the middle, we're a little past the middle here. We are two hours in. It's a good point to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Audible. (gasps) Audible. Audible is a place where you can listen Mm -hmm. to other people read books because you are lazy. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. Audible, place where people with... Um, ADHD who need seven things to focus on can have a book being read to them while they have their three monitors and 17 browsers up at the same time. Do you find that you need uh, oral stimuli that you don't want to really pay attention to? Oral? Yeah, A-U-R-A-L. 
So there's two kinds of oral, right? There's mouth oral, and then there's ear oral. I thought it was like auditory. Yeah, that's oral stimuli is auditories. Auditory stimuli and oral stimuli, but if it's spelled A-U-R. Audible, brought to you by oral stimuli. <laughs> wow, uh, you're welcome, Amazon. You... Do you need oral stimuli? Try audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly. Audible will orally stimulate you for a full month. You get a free book on us. Oh my god. Wow, I I uh There's wow. there is no way Amazon is gonna let us keep doing this. No, no, Amazon's gonna be like, we're canceling your link. The thing is, people are signing up. So like clearly our way of uh, uh, like we've made a little bit of money off of this whole like you sign up, we get paid deal. Yeah. So like clearly the way that we're doing this is working, Amazon. Yeah, people are the into people want oral, oral stimuli. stimuli. Give the people their 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 oral stimuli. Oh my god, that wow wow. <clears throat> um, Audible blows. Albino, I'm not saying Audible blows. I'm saying that Audible is a service that allows you to uh, download audiobooks and listen to them mm -hmm. uh, and keep them all in one place. Uh, you get a free book every month that you are a member, uh, and Audible is just where all the audiobooks are. So if you yeah. like audiobooks, it's you got you kind of got to be there. Yes. Uh, and yes. they. Uh, mm. They, they provide you with oral stimuli, so. Wow. Uh, anyways. AudibleTrial.com slash Nerdy Nightly. Don't forget to click that link and go there and get yourself a free book on us. Yeah. Smash that like button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, yeah. The so Fires of Heaven, chapter 18. So, okay, is there anything you wanted to talk about the Sunshine? Because <clears throat> I didn't really feel like there was much except that she, like, throws herself at Elaine's feet when she realizes she's actually, like, a noble, which is very strange. I, no, because that happened in that happened. I, 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 she was behaving like the Sancha behaved. Yeah, okay. We're gonna learn more about them later, so yeah, maybe like, that'll be the fun part of the circus stuff is learning more about the Sancha. I hope so. Joe Cross, thank you Joe for Cross. $20. Uh, super chat. Thank you um, for that super chat. You didn't ask question or say anything with it, so thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I never know what to do. Like, super chats feel like they're about like us responding to something, and I'm like, yay. Audible, where Nerdy might learn how to pronounce character names in the Wheel of Time. <laughs> Do you not know how to pronounce names in the Wheel of Time? Try audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly. Um, nah, it's more fun when we make it up. Yeah. Um, and soon but we're, Joe Cross, thank you so much. We're just going to, like, infiltrate. So, mm -hmm. like, you guys will start saying our pronunciations as jokes, and then they'll become canons. Well, people say it's Gareth Bryn, but I think that sounds lame. Gareth Bryn. Bryn is... Yeah, yeah, Bryn makes him sound like he's a pickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like pickles. Happy Chapter Pride, everybody. 18. <laughs> oh, my God. Leandrin goes to Joran Erin's house. Yes. And um, guess who's there? Mogadian. Mogadian. The one that's just, Mogadian. I don't want to spell out, so I put Mo when I write notes. It's just Mo. I really want Mo from The Simpsons to play Mogadian on the show. I was thinking Mo. Oh, man. From um, Atlantis. But, oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good pull, too. They're very different. That's a good pull, too. Um, th this this was a chapter in which we learned that Mogadian um, is running the Black Aja now. And I was like, yeah. cool. Well, at least the circle of Black Aja, there's obviously very many more of them. Um, but uh, we've, we learn a few things, which is very interesting. 
Leandrin swore her oath um, to the Dark One before becoming an Aes Sedai, before mm-hmm. heading to the Tower. Yeah. Uh, which is very interesting. Um, Snake, thank you for that super chat. Uh, nerdy, they're, they're, I'm still going to put stuff on Nerdyland, um, uh, but uh, I'm going to stream here and put content there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I this, this is the kind of writing where I get, like, I, I like the like we learn that other people have orders that Leandrin doesn't have, and I was like, okay, yes. I wish more happened in this chapter because I like the Leandrin POV, mm-hmm. um, but the like, and I can't hear what's happening, but that person is upset about what they have to do, and yeah, the, this yeah. person who you who I don't have a relationship with any of these characters. So, like, I don't know what would upset that character. So, it's just kind of like, okay, cool. It was also really fun because we know Leandrin is like, I have this little trick. Leandrin's like, I have my trick, my little thing. It's so cool because it's my thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mogadine is like, oh, that thing that you just tried to do to me? Yeah, yeah, let me show you what that is really like. And I was like, this is so dark. I was like, oh, my God. It kind of bugged me, though. Really? Yeah, because I was like, why does Leandrin think that she stands a chance? I don't know. Like, Leandrin, the woman is, is way too cocky. Three thousand years older than you. Yeah. It would be like Harry Potter being like, "I think I can get the drop on Dumbledore." Well, and you know what I mean? It's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> if Leandrin was smarter, she would like try and learn from Mogadian in those moments yeah. instead of being like, "I'm gonna do what I need to do for now." And it's like, you're gonna, you're, you're fucked. Oh, she's definitely cocky, but I was like. Le- Leandrin. Yeah. I do also, yeah, I love that Mogadian was the maid and. Uh, yeah, because she's good at being a spy. Like, yes. The- Mogadian is actually good at being a spy. But when Leandrin is like, well, if Mogadian had been there when those Aes Sedai screwed up our plans, then we would have been fine. And it's like, well, actually. Yeah, well, because. Na- oh, we do learn Leandrin didn't know that Nynaeve was there. Yes. And that she doesn't believe the woman who says that Nynaeve was there, which is interesting. Yeah. She thinks that the Aes Sedai showed up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was actually really interesting. She is the epitome of cocky. For reals. Um, Mogi is probably less than 100 years old. No, because they say that they they were... They have, like, long life, The Chosen were in the dream world while they were not on Earth, right? But not while they were imprisoned, I don't think. Yeah, while they were in prison, they were, like, around the dream world. Sort of in the same way that Brigitte is, right? And so, like, Mogadian has had plenty no, of time... trapped. In the real world, yeah. No, I don't think they were in the dream world. Oh, I thought Brigitte said that no. they, like, saw them around. No, not... Okay. No, no, not... not I'm, I misunderstood they that. They were then. asleep and could not dream. Yeah, yeah, They were... They were oh, stuck. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, but still like... But still, Leandrin it's a chosen. Knows, it's, it's a chosen. But also, Leandrin knows that, like, most of what they knew about the one power was lost. So, like, the the chosen know, literally, the chosen have probably forgotten more about the one power than the Black Aja have ever learned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's, it's just kind of, it, yeah, I was just kind of like, Leandrin, you're not going to win this fight. Yeah, yeah. Leandrin needs to smarten up and, like... Actually, she is the villain, so I would be okay if she. I want to be clear, like if Landon gets killed, I'm I'm good with that. She's a bad. No, guy. totally, totally. I just want to see her be a little more, like devious, right? Like I I want her to be like a challenge and. Mogadian is awesome to me now, though. Mogadian is great. The reason why I love Mogadian here is because, Leandrin is like, oh no, I treated her like a maid. She's gonna be pissed. 
And Mogadine's like, no, I wanted to be undercover. That's how this that's works. That's how this is. <laughs> that means I I'm not won. mad at you for treating me the way that you did. You, I, it means I did my what I was trying to do well. It's okay. We're good. You yeah. work for me now. Yeah. Like like Mogadian gets it in a way that I wish our other characters got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Mogadian uh, wants Nynaeve. Oh, wait, wait. One other thing. What? One other thing. Mogadian does not have the ageless face for some reason. She doesn't? No. Because Leandrin is like this dark friend. Who, why is everyone treating this dark friend? And then she's like, oh, it's because I'm Mogadian. I found it really interesting that Mogadian doesn't have, like, the ageless face thing that makes you immediately see that they're an Aes Sedai. Because Leandrin doesn't think she's Aes Sedai, that she's an Aes Sedai right away. She thinks that she's just a regular dark friend. And apparently Mogadian can, like, hide the ageless face thing. And I thought that was really interesting. Do you not think that that... I missed that. Yeah, when Leandrin walks into the room, she's like, oh, it's a, um, it's just a regular person. Right? Yeah. And so I really loved that the, I love the reason for that being that like the ageless face, what, what? Uh, William Reese. William Reese. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that this. super duper chat. Holy crap. Super. Y'all been very nice to us today. Super duper duper um, chat. I love watching you two speculate and how right and wrong you are. So the right one and the wrong one. Uh, I've read the books five times. I still find things I miss on previous reads. Mm -hmm. I'm biding my time until he gets chapter 55. That's one reaction I will not miss. All right. There's okay. a part of me that thinks, like, like because we did a reaction to Obi-Wan, there's a part of me that almost thinks that we should do, like, a reaction to the audiobook for, like, big chapters. Oh, to the audiobook. I was like, to us reading? No, like, no, no, no. <gasps> but, like, do, like, a, like, audiobook reaction to, like, the chapters that everyone says are, like, the big chapters. That would be interesting. I don't know if, I like, don't legally know. we could. I but... don't know if legally we could either, but that is interesting. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, William Reese. That is an unbelievable kindness. Um, and I, we, we, all the super chats, y'all, they, they, th this is free content and we are going to keep doing the show I'm no like, matter what. But the fact that you guys, um, think to, um, support us in that way is just, it's so kind and we're very grateful for it. Yeah. Yeah. We are. No, I, I, it, no, I know. Thank every you. single one, no matter, no matter the size, obviously like some, the, the big ones are like, they, they hit in a different way, obviously yeah. for reasons, but like. That we appreciate all of them no matter what. And honestly, we just appreciate that anyone shows up for this. Like, this is the highlight <laughs> of our week, and you guys are awesome. And yeah. we're just so grateful that anyone wants to do this with us. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, yeah. like, apparently, people reacting to the audiobook would be something that people would have fun with. So Okay. Maybe we can do something with that. Well, we'll look into it, especially for the legal reasons. Um, I don't know if any of the Forsaken have a ageless face. Yeah, but Robin this was... is very handsome. Samael has that scar, but he's still good looking. Like Lanfear doesn't have the ageless face. She's just very, very beautiful. This was the first time that I noticed them talk about it. I guess, and also like mm. the men might have it, and it looks different on the men. So I guess that Lanfear would be the only other one. But yeah, Lanfear doesn't have that. Graindall that it didn't say had that either. That's true. That's true. It was like Graindall's beautiful until Lanfear walks in the room. Like, you're like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. So, um, Lantern is down to work from uh, McGinney now because they're going after. I mean, our for girl. Now. Yeah. Also, Leandrin is like, I learned myself to channel, but I'm not a wilder like Nynaeve. Like, mm -hmm. how? How are you not? It is literally the same thing. I, how you are justifying that in your head, I do not understand. Because she's a villain. Okay. 
The problem is our heroes sometimes justify themselves the same way our villains do, and they that makes it complicated. sure do. All right, my favorite Three chapter. chapters left. Guys, like the video before we get into Clarice's favorite chapter. Like it. Go like, down and just, like, smash, smash the like, like button. button. Yes. What's your favorite chapter? Chapter 19. 19? That's yeah, the next one. That's the next one. What? And it's Morgase. We're doing this chronologically. And Morgase is like, wait, why am I sitting here reading a book? That happens to me though. I don't need Raven in my life to do that. I'm like, what? Wait, what? Why am I watching TikTok? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What? Why? How did I get here? How did I find myself in this situation? Why do I have a Starbucks? Did I go to Starbucks? <laughs> That's weird. Coffee? How did this get in my hand? Um. Oh, I, I love don't have this. Any more coffee? I'm so sorry. I love this part. Mm -hmm. I love this part. Morgais is like, I don't know what's happening, and and it goes down. She sees. Well, no, Talanvor shows up. Oh, that happens first. And yes. is like kind of like doing his job, but giving her a little bit of shit for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, upset. He's he's upset, and uh, he's like, was. "There's rebellion," and she's like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, the two rivers rebelling," and she mm -hmm. was like, well, "This is the closest." And this is where I was like, "Where the heck is Perrin?" Yeah, I know. Why haven't we seen my boy? The closest we got There's to whole, Perrin. This is why this is my least favorite book is because my boy is not here. Exactly. And I miss him. Exactly. Um. Yeah, so, so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Morghese is like, why doesn't Gabriel know? And Talonvor's like, oh no, he does know. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, what? And he didn't tell me? And so she's like, all right. She like sees him with all these nobles mm -hmm. that she hates, that opposed her, very sneaky, sly, not good, no good people. Um, well, and, and Talonvor tells her that the, the, the banner of Menethrin is flying again over the two rivers. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And so Morghese is like, all right, I'm going to go tell Gabriel off. Perrin has been locked in the honeymoon suite by Fayul. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the, we don't need the, the POV of that. Robert that is... Jordan couldn't write about what's happening to Perrin right now because it is not appropriate for the book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, um, yeah, so we see this moment. Mm -hmm. Where Morghese is kind of coming too. And you can tell that Raven is trying to put, like, it's more of like a slight compulsion. Like, oh, honey, go, I, whatever, I dealt with it. And she's like, what is, he like calls her like a pet name or something. And she's mm -hmm. like, excuse me? I love it when he calls me that in private. But in front of these motherfuckers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely not. And we see Raven lose it a little bit. Yeah. And I want the POV of the people in the circle watching of like what that looked like. We might see it on Amazon Prime's The Wheel of Time. We might, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this is, yeah, this is, the, the, oh, God, I loved this chapter. chapter Because yeah. suddenly Morghese is, like, like snaps too, and she's somewhere else and has no, like, recollection of, of, of being there, and it's terrifying and heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. um, and I appreciated the way Robert Jordan, because there, there's a very dark non- consensual relationship here right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i appreciated the weight that robert jordan gave to that without having too many of the details of it yes um and yes. also that uh Morghese doesn't isn't saved from it by another character she overcomes it herself yeah i think that there is a power in the way that because it, it could be very hard to write Morghese and robin and the the relationship and what happens and because, you know, she's being, like, systemically raped over the course of almost a year of her life by this yeah. man, right? 
and that's like really magically gaslit and uh, and yeah it's 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 it is so dark but i think it is handled well yeah but i think that he did a good job here of giving it weight but yes. also not not going not into too many details and also more gaze has agency in the way that she gets out of it yeah uh, i think that that is a big part of why i think that this is a more tasteful way than I, I like i think that like george r, r. martin would not have written this well you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that Robert Jordan actually really did. As much as I don't like the Egwene Nynaeve scene earlier in this section, yeah. the way that this has been handled with Morghese, and I understand why it's necessary for the story, and I get it, Like mm-hmm. I, but it's handled in a way that isn't, doesn't feel gross to read, which I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she finds herself, like, almost at the place where she was, like, compelled to, like, wait for him. And she can feel the compulsion. Mm-hmm. She like recognizes that it's there and is somehow yeah. able to to fight it. And she like finds herself. She doesn't even really think about it, but she finds herself mm-hmm. in the like pensioners' quarters. And I, this was so sweet. I was like, Morghese has like a pensioners' wing for people who have spent their whole lives here. They get discounted food, you know, room and board. They get, to... <laughs> they get discounted food. I love well, that there's li- a literal senior discount. It's so like it, yeah, you pay less. You pay less than market price, and 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 it was just like, it was just like the sweetest thing. I was like, I I I love this idea so freaking much, because mm-hmm. you know, more gaze cares, and it shows through those little things, right? We don't need to be like more gaze is a good character, right? Mm-hmm, it's that. Yeah. She cares about the people, and especially those who are loyal to her, and and they have a home forever, right? Like they they have a place to, to be and be comfortable. And I just thought it was so beautiful. I was reading this like this is the sweetest thing ever. Well, and we've we've had Linny built up, yeah. Where Nynaeve has been like, I would like to meet this Linny, and Elaine talks about her all the time. And yeah. this scene delivered. Linny's rad. Yeah, I like Linny a lot. Granted, I tend to like like old lady characters who are like stubborn. Like um, what's um. Uh, the Terrell. What's her name? Um, oh, um, the... Marjorie's grandmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe my favorite Game of Thrones character. Yes. Like, I just, I love, like, tough old ladies. Yeah. And this was, like, the best kind of tough old lady. The Queen of Thorns, I think is her nickname. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, yeah. just, just... Olenna. I was Olenna, like, it's not yeah, Leanna. That's wrong. Um, Olenna just... Terrell. Loved. Uh, Joe Cross, thank you for joining the Nargs for a third Joe month. Cross, thank Truck you drivers so love much. Audible. Let's go. I hear that. That is that is valid. Yeah. yeah. If you're mm-hmm. driving in a truck and you need oral satisfaction, mm-hmm. audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly. Um, that's the shirt. Oh my god. Uh mm-hmm. yeah, I just I I Linny, the way that she is, she is haranguing um Morgesa a little bit. Yeah. But she's not mean. Like, she's not, she doesn't... She's never cruel. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, she's just a little, she's a little like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to behave the way I'm going to behave. But she's not, sometimes the old lady trope gets taken too far to where they're, like, kind of vile. Yeah. She's not, she's like, she's like a warm hug, you know? And Mm -hmm. I just love her so much. Mm -hmm. I'm already, like, so enamored with this character, and I think she's going to die, and it's going to break. Break yeah. Me. When she talks about like she's like, how am I gonna keep up with Elaine's babies? And I was like, oh. that was maybe the sweetest moment. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh no. <laughs> I can't slow down now. I there's another generation that I've got to raise. And I was like, Lenny, you you mad lad. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She is delightful. <laughs> and and this this what that I need. We love times says I need to make a shirt that says that's the shirt. 
That's funny. Truly, yeah. And yeah, on yeah. the back, it's just all the things I said were going to be a shirt that haven't become one. The list goes on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, she's she's wonderful. Um, but she, uh, so Morghese is like, can you go find Talanvor for me? And Talanvor yes. comes and he's kind of a prissy little dude about it, but he's right. Well, she and keeps Morghese calling like, him a child and he's like 45. He's not 45. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like 35. All right, and whatever, yeah. He's younger than Morghese. Yes, but, um, like, not by much. But, uh, and and we get the realization that, like, they're, uh, th- th- all of her allies have been exiled, and she doesn't remember doing it. Yeah. Like, she is like so Like, her friends, fogged. the people who, like, backed her <clears> up <throat> right away. Yeah. And, like, th- you know, there there's a way that this could have been very cruel, especially with when, when Linny is, like, you need to know mm-hmm. there are six other girls plus Altina that Lord Gabriel is seeing. Yeah. Five of them literally have their own quarters in the castle. Yeah. So. And six... Altaima. Like. And Altaima. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the one thing, though, that was interesting is one of them doesn't live in the castle and is, like, ushered out under a hood. I don't actually think that that's a lover. I think that that is an, uh, an like, important, like, character well, I'm, yeah, I don't know who it is, though. It's, it's If it's important enough to, like, differentiate and, like, mention, I wonder if it's, like, uh, another Forsaken or the an apprentice. Is, the Forsaken can just walk through the I know. That's why it's so. weird, right? Yeah. I, so, I don't know. I think that whoever this person is who's being, like, hooded and, like, hurried in and out of the castle is... Not... It'll be interesting when we learn that. It, it's going to be, like, a person that either is going to be important or that we'll recognize. Do you want to talk about the weirdest thing that's revealed in this section? What is the weirdest thing? So, oh, yes. yes. Rand and Elaine are brother and sister. Yes, they are half-siblings. Um, so, we have, ta- we have found our... Um, Jamie Cersei. Jamie Cersei relationship. So, that is... If we are under the assumption that Tigraine is Rand's mother, which is what we have Oh, that the, the woman in the hood is the Aes Sedai from the prologue. To hide her ageless face. Oh, 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 oh gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Um, um, so Rand and Elaine are brother and sister, which is very strange. Yeah. If Tigraine is Rand's mom, yes. which is what it makes it sound like in the previous book. Everyone's saying we're wrong, but I don't think we are. Uh... Okay, well, unless Tigraine, unless we're wrong about Tigraine. So then who Unless we're got wrong about Tigraine. Tigraine pregnant, then. So Tigraine, okay, but so Tigraine shows up to the waist, pregnant, having left... What's his name? Starts with a T. Oh, maybe she fled to the waist because it wasn't her husband who got her pregnant. So that's why she left. No, she fled to the waste because there was a prophecy thing that was like, if you don't leave, you will die. But so to so so Morgase married the guy who Tigrain was married to, right? Yes. I got that much of it right. There's a where I should have written down the actual she got pregnant in the waist. Wait, I said she got pregnant in the waist. No, she shows up and it was like, the, there's like a prophecy where like, you need to leave now and have this baby out over there because it's important. Was she already pregnant when she got to the waist? I feel like, yeah, I was right. And Rand's dad is I. Okay, so I was right last night when I said that. 
Okay, all right. She just shows up to the waist. Okay, I thought. But she wasn't already. She was pregnant when she comes back from the waist. No, 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 she can't have been pregnant with Rand when she got to the waist. Why? Because she has to be trained as a spear sister. Like, she must have been there for more than nine months. Oh. Right? So she was pregnant when she came back from the waist, but she wasn't pregnant when she went to the waist. Right? I'm right. I think I'm right. Okay, all right. Right? Because she must have been there for, like, at least a year, right? Yeah. Because, so, okay, yeah, because Tigraine had Galad. No, wait, no, Galad is... Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So, no, 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 no. So, Galad is Tigraine's son. Son, yeah, yeah. With the guy. So, she did. She had a child and then went to the waste. Okay. And then had another child. So, Rand and Elaine are not related through Tigraine. Thank God. Because <laughs> I was reading this and I was like. But there is an M between them, right? So, so okay. Rand is related to Tigraine, who is Galad's mom, who is has the same dad as Elaine. So they're not related, but they do they do have the same half brother. That's that's still not great. That's still not awesome. It's, it's in terms weird. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They okay, they, okay. they share a half brother but they're not related. Okay. Okay. So they are they are not related but they're related. Right? Okay. All right. I'm great. That is much better than what I thought was going oh, on. All right, cuz we see Rand's father in the IL flashbacks. What? In the IEL flashbacks, we meet Rand's dad. Oh. When, when he's in Ruid. Oh, 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 oh. I was right last night. You had me so convinced. Sorry. I was like, I was like, what am I reading? Like, I was like, I can't, I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's still. Because I literally, like, yelled it at you yesterday. They're, like, kind of step-siblings, yeah, but not really step-siblings. Yeah, kind of. I mean, they definitely did Here's not the thing. Together. You're smarter than I am, so when you say something, I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm wrong. But I was right. This I I want this on record. The husband in this situation was correct. It All won't right. happen again for six moons. But this one time, yes, you I got don't know it. what six moons is. I, I but, don't know. Uh, All right, they're not blood related, so this is good. That makes me feel better because you had me convinced last I night know. that we were doing another game like, of thrones. I was like, what the actual f? Okay. okay, you were so upset. Cool, 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 cool. I was very upset. I great. Okay, good. Um, so yeah, they they flee. Uh, and they're going to go uh, to Gareth Bryan. Uh, and uh, Talonvor is the one that says to go to Gareth Bryan because she thinks that he committed treason, which I don't think happened. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. is like, we have to go to Gareth Bryan. He's the right one. And I was like, he's not going to be there. Yeah, I they're know. They're step-step-siblings. Step-step-siblings. Um, oh, man. So then, okay, I feel much better. Oh, thank God. Weirdly, this chapter then cuts to Pat and Fane's point of view. Which I found like very jarring. Yeah, very very un unrelated. Super random. Probably should have been its own chapter. I don't know. I don't know what it is any. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he is uh, sneaking around the White Tower, um, and he sneaks into the room where uh, the, the dagger is. The dagger is yes. And he he's like cackling to himself because he picks the locks and he's like, ah, stupid, I said die. So easy. And then he gets in there, he gets the dagger, and there's an accepted there that he straight up just murders. Yeah, he kills a little girl. Yeah, yeah. And Alviarin is uh, Black Aja, which surprised absolutely no one. Um, It surprised me. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I just... I was like, this makes total sense. That Alviarin would be so ready to depose Swan because it would get her in a position of power in the new order that wasn't <laughs> yeah, the head, yeah. right? And she talks about it. She's like, if I wanted to be number one, I would be number one. Like, come on, guys. 
it makes sense. I just, I didn't think about it. So in the moment I was like, it, it, it wasn't surprising to me in a way that it doesn't make sense. It was surprising to me that in the moment I went, oh, uh, and then I thought about it for a second and went, yeah. oh. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, that's it, fair. It surprised me in that I just hadn't really considered Alviarin. And now mm. I'm looking back going, why didn't I? It, this is such a, like, it's brilliant. Oh, yeah, and even total sense. even Pat and Fane is like, why don't you want, you could be the Amberlynn seat. And Alviarin's like, that's not what I want. Why the hell would the I know? evil characters in these books are so much better at all of this than the good characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. there's a, we're at a point in this book where I'm like, why doesn't the dark side win this? They're so much more competent. Well, we'll see. We we shall see, because Balsamon really was not. Yeah, I it, it definitely makes sense for it to be Alviren, but mm -hmm. it, it did it, it was surprising and I liked it quite a bit. I thought it was gonna be one of the other like Aes Sedai at the Council of Ladies in the prologue. Um mm -hmm. I, I think that like her being a white to me, her being all like law and order and like justice, mm -hmm. that is why I think that I overlooked her. I was like that it doesn't it would be a black coming from that Aja in particular seems like the furthest leap. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I am into it. Mm -hmm. And I like Alviarin a lot in this scene. I also like that yeah, Patton Fane great. is so smart that he is like, why would the Dark One tell you why I'm here? Yeah. Even though he doesn't work for the Dark One anymore, but he is still playing that, like, dark side. He plays side. Uh, all sides. Yeah. Every side. Um. He might be my favorite villain in this series. Yeah. Like, he's fair. so fascinating and his the way that he plays everyone is just it's it's great. Yeah. I think he's awesome. Mm -hmm. But I also like I want to know who he works for. You know what I mean? Like I'm or or maybe he works for himself. Maybe he like fully is Ordeath and Mordith in a way. I guess I want to know what his goal is. Because uh, when he was with the yeah. Sanchin, it was a little more clear. Right now, he's just kind of like doing stuff. But yeah, like what his like end goal is because I, I he wants to kill Rand. Mm -hmm. Very clearly. But I think I want to spend more that? time with him. He keeps getting these, like, chunk chapters at the end of a chapter, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, he's so fascinating. But he wants the Horn of Lear. Do you think he's going to get it again? Do you think we're going to hunt for the Horn again? I don't know why he wants it, because he would need Matt to use it. We have nine books left. We could hunt for the Horn a second time. We could, yeah. yeah. Matt is the true filler of the Wheel of Time, as they just keep losing the Horn. And having to find it again. It's just under the chair. Yeah, I, I like Panfane a lot. I, 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 I and I love Yaren. Honestly, like I wish that this chapter was longer because I enjoyed spending time with the two of them. It was very cool. Yeah, yeah. Then we finally. He. We finally... Oh, but he's also he's not going to get the horn. No, he's not because he's leaving no. Tarvalon. Yeah. Who do you think his followers are? Do you think it's the white cloaks from earlier, or do you think he has new followers? Oh, definitely some of them. Because he says yeah. he hopes the humans are alive, so I'm wondering like who else is following him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that Merdral probably from earlier, the one that he was like spit roasting. Torturing. Yeah, yeah. Not that way. Anyways, Rand. We get some, some Rand chapters. Yeah, no Perrin. No Perrin. No Perrin. No Perrin. But Rand is uh, following behind the Shido, and they come across a city that has been completely massacred. Well, that's the that's the last chapter. Before that, we get this chapter where um, oh. Rand, uh, Moraine is trying to talk to Rand, and yeah. he's not really paying attention. And then finally he's like, I'm not trying to be a dick. I just, I, I can't right now. And she's yeah. like, she's like, all right, all right. Fine. Their relationship is, their relationship is very fascinating right now. Yeah, I love it. I mm -hmm. love this whole, this whole dynamic that they have. Um, but Rand is looking up at the mountain and he sees a port. And I loved the interaction with him and Esmodian where he's like, what city is that? And he's like, I don't know. Could be my hometown. I don't, it's a port. 
Could be any of them. Yeah. Things went a little weird. I don't know if you know this. Uh, and then I went to sleep for 3,000 years. Yeah. I don't know what port that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of all look the same. Um, but also Rand knows that the Amulet Seat has been deposed because uh, Egwene, she, he has been told. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. So then, that's that whole chapter. That's basically all that happens. Chapter 21. <laughs> um, The Gift of a Blade. Excuse me. Sorry. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so uh, they uh, get to Tayen. Um, and, uh, they, they find that there has been a, uh, a, a massacre. A massacre. Yep. The Aiel came in, took everything, strung up the bodies. And... Not the Aiel, the Shido. Sorry, yes, the Shido. Yeah. Because, uh, fuck Kuladin. Well, and I don't know how much longer they will be considered Aiel, which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Because the Aiel live by Giato. And, and they have completely abandoned They've abandoned Giato by yeah. taking children as Gai Shan and dragging them naked out of town. Yeah. Which is... The dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's up, pup? Uh, Kuladin can suck a big old bag of dicks. Yeah, yeah, he sucks. Um, I wonder if he's going to be kind of like the big bad of this book. Like if it's going to be like a full-scale kind of war. I don't really think he could be the big bad because Rand could wipe him off the face of the earth with a thought. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, Kuladin doesn't to pose, up. like, a threat to Rand. They just need to, they, they just need to, like, uh, <laughs> they just need to catch up. They just need to catch up to them. Um, oh, uh, Seasting does bring up a great line. Uh, why do I have to carry the banner? Because you were chosen. Yeah. It's a great use of the word chosen. Yeah. Double meanings. That was amazing. Double on thunder. Um, yeah, sure. so, Tayan, uh, this is dark. Yeah, um, there's about a hundred survivors, so at least some people lived, I guess. Yeah, and Rand is like, we're taking them with us. And I was like... I love the idea scared the crap out of them by, like, popping <laughs> out of the freaking rocks. I was like, ooh, that's not going to go over And well. the Aeol are like, what? There was no danger. And Rand is like, no, that's not the, that's not the they point, don't, you, you don't. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the cultural differences between the Aeol and um, the Rand Landers is just great. Then, like, it is a never-ending source of comedy. Mm-hmm. But also, um, oh, uh, What's-Her-Face is married. The... the Bale? Ba- one of them. Is it, is it, no, they married to Bale. Uh, Bayer, was it? And Deandra is the other one. Yeah. Uh, and Rand is like, did, did he really not know? And they're like, no, why does he need to know? Avienda's like, nah, he didn't need to know. He didn't need to know he's about to get married. The women, the women agreed. It was good. I know. And then the, like, he's like, I still don't understand why they, like, fought. And Avienda's like, what, you think she needs to be a weakling? I'm like, you gave your new husband a black eye? The wedding has to be in the show. It's like a Dothraki wedding. Yeah, where yeah, It's yeah. like, yeah, this part was a little bit strange to me. I was like, so the, 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 the husband and wife wrestle? Hot. No, everyone wrestles. 200 people wrestled. And bled. I love that they were like blood. No one died, but blood was shed. And I was like, "Can I go, guys? You guys are literally marching towards battle, and now like one of your leaders has a limp." Yeah, no, they. Uh, and uh, he was like, "I don't think that she would have that he would have got her if um, the other girl hadn't like punched her in the ribs or something." I was like, "What is happening right Dragon now?" Dragon Snack says, "Is it that hard to remember all the different named characters?" Yes, yes, it is. Yes, if we posted a list. Would take up the entire wall. Just like the ceiling, just write in Sharpie all of the names. Oh, but then we would never find any of them. Exactly. We'd have be to have them in sections. Organized. Yeah. 
And then we find out about these, like, the wreaths. William Reese, thank you so much for William the Reese, super chat. Thank you. Take a couple of days and go back to book one. Look at all the foreshadowing and realize that you still have in store. There are things from book one that don't pay off until the final book. That's fantastic. I, I do love that. I'm that not going to go happy. read all of those books again. Um, mm -hmm. But um, it's because I don't, I literally don't have time. I would love to, I would love to do a reread of book one through four and before five. Like, I would love to reread all the... Because if they were coming out... If only out, we had the time. If they're coming out, like, years apart, we could do that every time. But right now, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, but no, William Reese, you are right. There, there are still so many, like, prophecies that we have not completed yet. Yeah. Well, and we didn't actually talk about Egwene's dreams, either. Gregory Love says book six and seven is when the names really get out of hand. If we're not out of hand now, I don't know what you're talking about. I... Yeah. I don't know. Um, do we want to talk about Egwene's dreams a little bit? Because there's nothing much that happens at the end of these chapters. There's one, there's one thing that actually, yeah, I do want to talk about. Okay, I great. took a picture of it. Um, uh, sometimes the dreams are complex. Perrin lounging with Fael on his That's lap, exactly kissing her. Right. Yeah, I took a picture that of That one's fun, but whatever. Um, they're making out. They're having sex. <laughs> I literally pulled up this picture and was like, do we want to talk about this? And you're like, no, I have something I want to talk about first. And I'm like, it's literally the exact same thing. Oh, no, I said, no, I do want to talk about Egwene's dream. Oh, I was like, no, I was agreeing there's nothing in that I chapter. I thought you were pulling up something from another chapter. No, no, I, I, I literally was All right, go, 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 go. Um, you can read it off your phone if you want. No, no, it's fine. It I thought you were pulling up something else. So when you started no, reading the exact... same. I was bringing yeah, up the exact yeah, yeah. same thing. Yeah, uh-huh, uh -huh. Sorry, I didn't mean to disagree with you, though. I was no, literally... No, yeah, I thought I was agreeing. Funny. Oh, God, that was good. Um, so, uh... The, the thing about the tinker in this is that every time he moved closer to Perrin, it was as if a chill of doom shot through everything. Mm. What do you think that means? Do you think that Aram is going to die, or do you think that Aram will eventually try and kill Perrin? I don't know if Aram is going to try and kill Perrin, but I think that Aram is, is going to be one of those characters similar to Galad, where he's trying to do what he thinks is right, or he's going to be maybe mm -hmm. overtaken with violence and vengeance that he is going to do some evil things. And maybe he's a bad influence on Perrin. Um, I, I like that, yeah. Right, like... Um, Matt throwing dice with blood streaming down his face, the wide brim hat of his, uh, wide brim of his hat pulled down so low she could not see the wound. That feels like that happens every night to Matt. So, yeah. it doesn't feel like a prophecy, it feels like that was like yesterday. Um, Tom Marilyn put his hand... His, uh, his, his IEL girlfriend just gave him a really rough night. I think he, she's given him some rough nights, and he's very happy about it. Oh, yes, and yes. Their, their breakup is going to be tough, though, because we know that he's going to marry the Nine Moons or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, right. Tom Marilyn put his hand into a fire to draw out the small blue stone that now dangled on Moraine's forehead. I mean, yeah, that one's interesting, because we know that that stone eavesdrops, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's going to have several different meanings slash connections. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the one about Rand. Rand sitting down in a chair, and somehow she knew that the chair's owner would be murderously angry at having her chair taken. That the owner was a woman was as much as she could pick out of that and not a thing more. I think that that is the Sanchin. The high blood or whatever. I think that that will be the Sanchin. Because I think mm -hmm. Rand and Matt mm -hmm. have to deal with the Sanchin. Um, I was thinking maybe it was Rand will take the White Tower and that Aleda is the person whose chair he sits in. Oh, interesting. Or mm. or he sits on the throne of Andor. 
And Morgase loses it. I don't think so. I think it belongs to Elaine. I do not think Rand mm, is going to be the first male king of, of Andor. I, I, I don't think it's Andor. My guess, my initial guess was the was the Sanchen throne. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe it is the White Tower. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and this is at, at, at the bottom of this. I do like, I saw an arrest warrant for you, Moraine, signed by Aleda as Amerlin. Who... Who is going to arrest Moraine? Like, who is the warrant with? With just I said I, right? Oh, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just among the I said I. I kind of want there to be bounty hunters. Bounty hunter? Boba Fett I shows want Boba up. Fett. I am Boba oh Fett. Oh, my God. Um, And then um, there was something. I pulled this. I, I can't remember why I. You screenshotted that page? Yeah, there was something in this. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I do that too, where I take a picture. Oh, like, um, men, uh, way back in the beginning, Nynaeve getting upset uh, about the idea of men as doctors. And Nynaeve is like, men couldn't be doctors. I would never go to a man. What would a man ever know about herbs? And I was like, she's kind of like knowledge. Like, it's not even like a like intuition thing. You learn thing. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nynaeve is just like so judgmental of the idea of male herb doctors in that chapter, which I was like, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Nynaeve. I, I, I can't with Nynaeve right now. We've talked enough about her. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was all the things that I wanted to touch on. I wanted to make sure we get got to those uh, dreams because I think that they will be important. Oh, um, we didn't talk in a Galad and Egwene. The Galad being like, is Egwene with you? No. Sad. Gawain will be sad because he loves her too. And I was like, are Galad and Gawain gonna like fight over Egwene at some point? When Elaine kind or Egwene kind of sucks right now. But like, Egwene's also the. Is an Aes Sedai, so, like, Galad, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know what Galad is 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 thinking here, because the White Cloaks believe that all Aes Sedai are evil, and mm-hmm. he doesn't. Yeah, it's interesting. So, we'll see where that goes. So, there's a big thing we have to talk about before we get out of here. Mm-hmm. Galad, or, uh, 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 Avienda mm-hmm. gives Rand a sword. Yes. But not just any sword. A heron marked blade. Yeah, that belonged to the king of the tree killers. Kyrianan. Yeah, uh, uh, Laman or Laman. Laman. Maybe Rand, the throne he will sit on is the Kyrian throne. Oh, which also kind of belongs to Morghese. Does it? Yeah. Not at this moment. Isn't she supposed to like marry into that throne? Uh, that they were plotting to. Oh, yeah, yeah, How much more to bet that Amazon is calling me? Um, yeah, no, I, I, so what do you think of the sword? What do you think of Laman's blade? I mean, God, it's so gaudy and gross. I, I love that he's like, I'll take the sword. I don't want the sheath. I'll take the blade, but not the yes. hilt. So he, he just wants that blacksmith to rip it apart. Yeah. Which I think is, uh, which is very cool. I love that he's like starting to recognize that, that kind of thing. Like he's like, ooh, I need, I need land to tell me to be sure but i think that this is that like metal that can't be dulled yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and i mean it's basically pretty obvious i think i do love that uh avienda gets pissed because she's like well now i owe you more like just he's like no it was already yours to begin with the whole like i i owe reasoning that 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 whole thing is a little bit confusing to me i think that avienda wants clarity on where they stand but Rand doesn't know her culture well enough to give her that clarity. And so yeah. they just end up at it, this impasse. Yeah. And then she, and so at some point they started sleeping in the same room. Um, and so she's naked, fully naked behind him. And he's like, 
she's naked right now. He's like, I don't know if it's worse if the lights are off or not. It's also weird that she won't just say that Egwene gave her the necklace. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I That also does not make sense to me at all, to be honest. Um, um, yeah. Fabumus, a lot of people want the blade, but not the hilt. If you have a really good, well-made blade, you can change the hilt out, but you can't, like, the, the blade is the most important part of the sword. I think Fabu Moose might be talking about a penis, but, um. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, this sword is going to be important. I wonder if Moraine is going to recognize it. Well, I'm, oh, because it's Kyrianan? Because it's her, like, what, like, great uncles or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, her somehow related to her ancestors. I did like the line, I appreciated the line where it was, she was like, uh, or Rand was like, the, Aes Sedai in her um, overrules her being a tree killer. But I'm not sure by how much. That's cool. Yeah. This is a, this was interesting. I, I, I definitely think that in talking about it, I found more positives in this reading section than I felt reading it. Okay, that's fair. Because yeah. I came into this being like, I don't want to talk about the book this week. Like, I did not enjoy this very much. But uh, we talked about it. And honestly, there was a lot to enjoy in this. Mm -hmm. Even even with the Egwene Nynaeve stuff, obviously. Yeah. Um, which means it's a good time for our highs and our lows. Uh, this is a thing from my childhood family uh, dinner table. We're talking about our highs of our day and our lows. So we can mm -hmm. celebrate the highs, commiserate over lows. We do this the same way every week. Clarus is high. My low. Clarus is low. My high. We're going to compliment sandwich this section. Mm -hmm. Clarus, what was your high? I feel like mine is pretty obvious because I kind of said, obviously, I loved chapter 19 for many, many reasons. Mm -hmm. But the specific high is more, uh, sorry, don't worry, uh, more gaze. Um and in the, like, pensioner's wing. Yeah, Linny. Yeah, with Linny and that, she, that it's there and that she's fighting this compulsion and getting her perspective on it. I loved all of that a lot. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. um, my low is Egwene and Nynaeve in the, 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 the sexual assault scene. Like, what else would it be? Mm, yeah. I, it, it, it is my low of everything so far. That is also my low. I, I don't. Really want to try and find another low. Yeah. I just my low is Nynaeve and Egwene right now. I just they piss me off. Yeah. What's your high? That's tough. That's hard. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think. Hmm. My high. I'm oh God. I because I don't want to just do Linny again. But I think like Linny is the high of the week. That's okay. Linny's fantastic. Oh, we got back to Basil Gill. Oh, Basil. We did skip over yes. Basil. Yes. I mean, you guys know. You guys know. And I like, I, I did He's like He's a good queen's man. They're all going on the journey. And Morghese is like, this is my army. I've got a middle-aged soldier, an innkeeper, this, this dude guy and his, his sister. Girl, or no, his, his wife. His wife. And my old nanny. Yeah. We're going to conquer the world. We're going to rock this convoy across the USA. Convoy. Um, yeah, uh, so that's our show. Uh, if you like this video, like and subscribe to the channel. If you don't, leave me in comments down below. The algorithm god is hungry and ye must feed her. Ye must feed her. This is brought to you by Audible. Once again, audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly, mm -hmm. where you can go to be orally stimulated by books and you get a free Jesus. one uh, and a free month of Audible if you sign up using our code over at audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly. Book club brought to you by oral stimuli. I mean, literally, it's a podcast. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow us around the internet, you can. I'm at yeah. Nerdy Nightly. I'm at Clarice Polaris. And that uh, we we do that before the final section because we know that people like to leave for this. Yes. We understand. Uh, some people don't like Smut Corner, but we do. Because we 
Ain't nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> I have some gamer subs. Yeah, go for it. Speaking Guys. of Snuck Corner, look at, look at that. Look at that waifu cup. Hot. <laughs> Guys, gamer subs. We're also partnered with them. Honestly, I drink this stuff all the time. It's good. We don't sponsor things we don't use, and it's delicious. Uh, Smut Corner. Smut Corner. Um, For me... The smart corner this week is being orally stimulated by audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly. I definitely think that this book could have used the exact details of what Fail is doing to Perrin on their honeymoon. We might get that next week, though. You don't know. I think we'll get, like, the memories of it. You know, like, the vague Thanks outline. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, 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 want, I want this to turn into a smut book. I need some Fifty Shades of Grey in the middle of my Wheel of Time. Yeah. Where, except, I, you know what, honestly, I think Fail is the Dom. Fair. I think so. Fair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I, I would definitely have, um, I, I think that Mogadian should have asserted her dominance a little bit stronger with the Black Aja and just had a little bit of a, like, all-lady orgy. No, they're being compulsed. No, 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 there's no compulsion. They want it. She's like a really strong da- dom, and they're all like subs for the Dark Lord. You know what I mean? So she doesn't actually use the one power on them. She just uh, went to the Domani women, and they taught her how the how to walk. I just think that like the Black Aja orgy would be a fun uh, scene to watch for reasons. Um, I mean, they're all friends who are also trying to murder each other and backstab one another at the same time. You know, I think that Nynaeve, Nynaeve is very tense. I feel like uh, Galad, they should have like met up at the Light of the White or or whatever, the Light of the World or whatever it is. I, I think that uh, Nynaeve should have eased some tension on his apparently chiseled from the marble of the gods yeah. face. Nynaeve should have smothered his face. Yeah. And, you know, then if Galad, we never saw him again, it's, oh, well, that's too bad. You know, lip to lip. But, you know, which lip to which lip? You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Honestly, yeah, Nynaeve needs to get some because she's she's yeah. way too uptight right now. She's she's she needs she needs to chill out, please, dear God. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There aren't a lot of other great scenes for uh, Fayo's a power bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the we should have seen the the Aiel orgy that was the wedding. The wedding. Yeah. Why didn't we get that? Yeah. That would have been fun. I would like that, please. You don't know where one dick ends and the next one begins. You know. Sure. Yeah, the best smut corner is the Iowa wedding. Come on. How can we top that? 200 people in a pile wrestling, getting a little bloody, getting a little sweaty. Oh, my God. Good thing they all can take a shower afterwards. Just kidding. They sweat shower. Bye, everybody. <laughs>